All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Serious Angler podcast powered by our friends over at X2 Power. As always, I'm your host, Bailey Eichbrett, and joined with me is the captain, Mr. Andy Full, Mr. Business from the Bass Boat, Adam Deacon. And boys, this is freaking episode three gosh dang hundred. Let's go. Oh, holy crap. That's big timing. <laughs> so I posted I posted that screenshot on social last night of it. And the YouTube actually says two years. But I was telling Andy, good gosh, we have people in the queue that I am scared. Okay, we need to preface this show tonight, okay? Before we go any further, we need to preface tonight's show in that if you've ever listened or watched a not-so-serious serious angler show, just like it, just if you have young kids, you know, watching the YouTube stuff, just you know, our, our friend, yeah, our friend in the queue, we'll introduce in a little bit. We'll make it not so PG tonight, but it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be kickback, relax, having some drinks, telling some crazy stories, having some crazy hooligans as our surprise guest coming on here. But uh, it's a night to uh, to celebrate because 300 episodes is a lot and long time, dude. It's yeah, like I was saying earlier, I posted that screenshot, and on YouTube it says episode one, and it says two years. Well, YouTube doesn't like go two years, certain months or whatever, but coming up in September, it'll be three years that the Serious Angler has been legitimate platform. And Andy, it's what? It's, wow. it's been 200 episodes with you, dude. Yeah, 200. This will mark two, the 200th numbered episode, not including like the fancy fishing ones and business from the bass boat that i've been on as well so it's kind of kind of crazy and deacon it's got to be almost 100 too dude yeah oh for sure man yeah like you said that doesn't even i mean when i started business from the bass boat when it was separate it was probably what six months after where you were i think or maybe maybe eight months something like that and then uh yeah dude we teamed up i mean if you look at a total it's it's a pile which is awesome but man this is it's been a lot of time sitting right in this chair, which has been awesome. Yeah. That's where dreams are made of, boys. <laughs> dreams it, are made of, and tonight is where it all gets canceled. <laughs> yes. But, and so, drinks and, are made of. That's right. And drinks are made of. <laughs> yeah, Deacon is is famous for the where drinks are made of from that seat. I think people are beginning to learn a little bit more. Only on the fantasy fishing shows. I don't drink <laughs> All right. It's because we got to get rowdy on the fantasy fishing show. That's right. right. I got to get like you know a little loose, maintain that I'm the best there is, and that's your <laughs> oh here we go. I love it though. I love it. I'm all for it. <laughs> we got to knock Bart down a few a few notches. You know, knock his his ego down a few few levels, which I think I, his fantasy I, fishing score is doing for him. I think I recall an episode two years ago, fantasy fishing, where Bart was pretty belligerent. <laughs> oh, oh my yeah. yeah. He was yeah. a poor performance. <laughs> and now we, we have less Bart. And was, woo. <laughs> I thought we were gonna can- cancel culture there. I, mean, I thought we were out. Yeah, I, I mean done. yeah, that was an that was an interesting one. We should have had Bart <laughs> on to just like kind of rip on him, but we didn't get him on here on here tonight. Now tonight is gonna be a lot of fun. Before we start introducing some of our guests who uh, are one just great friends of the show and people who we confide in for advice, you know, you know, honest feedback that are like, like brutally honest feedback, people that, you know, always have supported us that we support back likewise for a long time. So we appreciate everybody that's going to be joining us here, surprise guest wise. But before we do that, um, one of the things we have to do is sincerely, 
sincerely good grief. Uh, sincerely, <laughs> sincerely thank those that have supported this show. You know, yes. and that at our new title sponsor recently that we've that we've announced over X2 Power, that changes the game for us big time, especially looking at 2023. Uh, and then obviously our folks down here like Blackfish Gear who signed on with us that have been awesome, awesome to work with. Uh, Do It Molds, who's been pretty sweet and honestly pretty eye-opening in terms of tackle and what we can do there. Uh, and obviously Hobie Eyewear has been with us for almost two years now. Uh, and they've been pretty cool. Dylan and team over there, pretty pretty badass. And obviously the folks at Omnia, who we've been working with this year, who is getting all you guys some discounts on some goods. Yeah. And uh, I know we see Luke Lovrick in the chat down there. Luke's over at Hummingbird, Minkota. I know it's been helping his team save some cash. But speaking of that, they've been donating some pretty sick swag to our fantasy fishing winners. Appreciate and, uh, that. Heck yeah! So it's been it's been a pretty baller year, guys, and it's we have quite a, a future ahead of us. We couldn't do it without those that uh, support the show, not just the fans, but also our show partners. And boys, is there anything else that we should mention before we uh, get this? These crazy, crazy hooligans in their queue on the show. No, no. Yeah, it, it's gonna be quite the hooligan type of night. I was expecting like a hooligan type of night towards the end of the show, but well, I, think I don't think it's gonna be rowdy early based on who's in the chat. Yeah, we, we we're starting out like see Sean's in the chat. So Sean is <laughs> is an amazing cube. We love Sean. We have a great time with Sean. <laughs> well, Sean, I highly advise <laughs> not letting the kids watch. <laughs> I might need to just like take this background off for the show. <laughs> in the best private, interest. Post <laughs> <laughs> the episode three hundred. We are black screen tonight, boys. <laughs> no, we're gonna. They're gonna ride through us through thick and thin. <laughs> That's yeah. what we're gonna go with. Fingers crossed, right? Fingers crossed. It's really, it's really all on. Uh, one of our first guests here, who's always a wild card. We never know what he's going to bring to the table here, but we're going to hold him in the queue for a little bit because we're going to bring our Jabber Hammer friend in here from the Bass and Brew podcast. <laughs> the Bass and Brews podcast, Mr. Paul Roberts, Mr. Jabber Hammer. What's going on, dude? Man, I'll tell you what, that intro, one, one thing stuck out besides your sincerely. Um, comment, <laughs> is is you know you talked about people confiding and getting good information i have no idea why the hell i'm here right now because i have nothing to offer besides being ruggedly handsome okay, and, 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 and that's seven and you have an right? impeccable sense of style. I think that's the biggest fact. You know, I, I wanted to do something super special for y'all tonight for 300, a huge accomplishment. And this is all I could throw together with, with the four or five hours I had to plan. And so <laughs> my daughter's going to be pissed when she finds out I got all her scrunchies in, in like a minuscule amount of her gymnastics medals and her hat's going to have a sweat ring on it now. Paul, do you know who you look like to me? You look like a 2022 version of Woody from Toy Story. (laughs) 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 You're culturally correct these days. (laughs) I'm the millennial version. I'm the millennial version. That's right. I think he looks like a crazy horse lady. I mean, like all the medals, you know, like I'm talking like, you know, show horse like he just gets out there and gets after it, the horse. Like he's just that one wild card at the uh, Kentucky Derby or something like that. That's just oh. too much oh. history at the betting table. I'm only forty, 
but I'm the 65 year old rodeo queen that can't give it up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> by by give it up, I mean like give it up the rodeo, not the other give it up. Uh huh. Just just to be clear. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> Comment of the night already. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah, they told me to dress up, and I'm the only one that dressed up. Feels like it was a good joke. Uh, I don't think you'll be the only one dressed up tonight, uh, Paul. Just to say. Well, there's a good chance there might be somebody dressed way down as well. That's generally how it seems to go with some of our some folks. of our friends. Oh, yeah. God, this is going to be horrible. Oh, this is going to be the demise of the Sears Angler platform. But you know, I, I do. I will say, it, it is kind of cool that our platform is like. From one extreme to the, the complete opposite. Super serious. Like, hey, here's what we're going to talk about today to. That's yeah. party. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what you call it. But I don't yeah. know what you call it either. Good grief. Oh, man. All right. Mortgage board of fun. Well, we've already hit that level. So we might as well bring in the ringer for the night. Who's oh, I'm excited God. to bring on <laughs> He might he might be a goof, an absolute goof, but uh, he's honestly will probably give you he'll give you the shirt off his back, not just because he's weird, but because he's actually uh, it's because that, he's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'll willingly give you a shirt off his back, <laughs> uh, just because among other he, things, he, among other things. <laughs> that's right. But what I'm trying to say is he's a genuine dude. But uh, we're excited to get him back on the show here tonight. And uh, we're going to wait a second because looks like he's yelling at his dog or something. Like that. <laughs> oh, so we're going to hold that for a, a second. <laughs> I don't want to spoil the surprise. I feel bad for anyone on iTunes right now. If you just want to go ahead and just skip a good ways here, I understand we're talking about looks and things or go find it on YouTube because uh, I would, I've your- definitely been listening to podcasts before and been like, what is going on here? <laughs> you, you, if you're listening on Spotify, though, doesn't Spotify have like the, the, the video, video on it now? Yeah. Yep. Really. Yep. If you upload it as an MP4, yes, sir. Mm. Well, if you're mm. if you're driving, definitely do not try to watch this one because I don't want to be. <laughs> we don't want to be any reason for an accident here. Look, if Randy John, Blockett can drive, and are you are you ready to come in? Everybody here? else can. It's all right. Without further ado. Let's let's introduce our Mr. By Drunkwood, Mr. John King. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? <laughs> hey, hey, Shit, no. Was that who you're yelling at? Was your dog? That looks like a a, a running hey. outfit or like a singlet. I don't know what you got. Yeah, going on what, is, what do you got singlet. going on here? It's a singlet. Uh, it's my boa singlet. I, I wore it. I wore it for uh, Dr. John over there. Nice. Gotcha. nice. Oh, I have another outfit. I'll probably oh, be shirtless gosh. by the end of this. I know it. He <laughs> gave us a fair warning before we got on that there would be a show. So, well, see, the, the funny thing is, I got a text from my buddy at like seven o'clock. He goes, "Hey, can I come over and have a couple of beers and we can talk?" And I was like, "Yeah, we can, but I got to be off at eight o'clock." And so. He brought a couple of beers on. We choked through those, and I was like, "Man, at like <laughs> now we're here." Seven fifty-eight is like, dude. I'm sorry. I got to kick you off for this really cool fishing podcast. And he was like, "All right, man. Um, good luck getting laid." I was like, "Thanks." So, <laughs> <laughs> what are you sipping over there? Uh, Knob Creek. 
Okay. okay. Good okay. choice. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Paul, what are you, are you sipping over there? Man, I got me a Boudelot Platinum Seltzer Blued Orange. Got eight alcohols in it. This right here. Mm. <laughs> those those are not uh, those are good like i've had the lime one of that or like the whatever it's kind of like a margarita one but dude i had a gnarly hangover from those things like, I think just, uh, hey first, two things Deacon, don't tell don't tell like females that you drank that please first of all they taste like they taste like dookie so you're lying there. They they do not taste good. But lime one was good. I haven't had that. Whatever you that's got. That's the there. worst one out of. Oh Lord, you must have had something else to drink before you drank. That's terrible. That's terrible. But he got eight alcohols, man. I mean, that's a bunch of booze. Eight Look alcohols. That. Look at that right there. See, oh, he's got nine alcohols. Nine point five alcohols. Oh my <laughs> word. <laughs> <laughs> that right there make my stomach fat. Er, though. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Joe in the comments just roasting Deacon right now. <laughs> oh God! Oh, hey, spe- speaking of Joe, uh, Joe may bring on. Is Joe coming on tonight? Because he's so, sitting in the queue right now. Not just to our next guest. Yeah. But yeah, he's got a special guest that he's paying to stay in his hotel room. So I'm excited. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Well, I think without further ado, our next guest, oh my. Mr. Joe LaBarbera, do you care to explain? Uh, that, that person's right there, laying down. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's so a little tired. Person. Oh, he. Hangerak, you want to say hi? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's out, bro. <laughs> well, he's about, if he can sleep through this, then he can sleep through anything. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Was like, oh, dude was up doing business all night. I fell asleep at like 1230. He's still like typing away. Good guy. If, if they ever did this kind of episode on BTL, I, I think Jeffries would have a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I know, like uh, that. We talked about come back. about stuff of that nature <laughs> yeah. all night at dinner tonight. Uh, <laughs> I got his number if you guys want to call him up and see if he answers. No, <laughs> no he had yet. his phone is behind me playing. Like you should call him and see if he'll wake up to his ringtone. So he's actually like, like dead asleep right now. Dead dude. He <laughs> hanger. <laughs> oh oh. oh. His head came up. He's messed up, man. He's Drunk probably trying to Oh, he is right there. Say hi. Is that a lower back tattoo? Hold on, let me take my AirPods off real quick. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, he's in his underpants. This is paper yeah. is, I thought that was I didn't realize it was a t-shirt. I thought that was a straight up back tattoo. That was not- <laughs> yeah, right. You probably can't hear a word you're saying. He's, just- no. <laughs> he's, just, he's like, yeah. very nice. <laughs> it's it's brand loyalty. It's the exclusivity clause in his contract. He uh he's oh, actually gotta gosh. have a lower back tat. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Cool Yeah. 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 We're having uh, Matt. We're, we're saying we're we're saying we're having a phenomenal. By the way, you need you need to sell that stuff. Sell what? Oh gosh! Here we go. 
Well, did anyone jabber. hear what he said? We should sell what? <laughs> I, I think he was talking to the jabber hammer. I think so too. Uh, uh, oh, oh, the beard dust. Yeah, beard dust. Is that what it's, he said? It's, yeah, it's my homemade. It's my homemade uh, rub for barbecuing. Is it legal? Of course, it's <laughs> legal. <laughs> I'm from the south. There ain't nothing illegal down here. What That's What year funny. did you start making homemade rubs? <laughs> I see. I don't know how to answer this question. Oh, <laughs> Back in good. the day, so it started in 1991, and I'll make the short the short story version. Here we 1991 go. 1991 is when it started, but 2008 was when it became to fruition. Okay. <laughs> the vocabulary is that Carolina vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yeah, they're probably probably people that y'all need some subtitles down there for me. I'm I'm pretty sure of it. <laughs> so uh, real quick, I, I didn't mean to wake up Pangrak here, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had, we had we're having episode 300, a little celebration right now, and we were saying that if you ever did this on PTL, that Jeffries would probably have a stroke and come back and take over the show again. <laughs> I don't know if it, I don't know if they can hear us. Can Can you guys even hear us? I don't. Joe he's over there. Muted. Someone muted Joe. Look, hey, he's muted. Their mic isn't connected. Joe, you got to go into oh, settings and hit audio. Oh, sorry. When I took oh, my I'm... AirPods out, my bad. Oh, it's funny. They're talking and there's nothing coming through. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You think it was my first stream hey. appearance? My bad. Boys, Dude, how is the Kurt Dove? You guys are like one of the hardest working guys in the industry. It always amazes me. Bailey and, and Andrew and Adam and stuff like you guys just like rack out stuff. Very impressive. Congratulations on 300 too. That's freaking awesome. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. Appreciate buddy. that, I'm man. That means a lot, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bangers <laughs> going back to bed. <laughs> Go back we, got him up, we got him up for a little while. You're taking that. Enjoy the kids. Are you guys? You still? Have, are you guys still camping tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. They compete on Friday. They have a yeah, six have hour. More days. Yeah, they have a six nice. hour three fish turb on Friday. Mm. Like they run the trolling Friday. motors. They just tell us where to drive the boat to. We drop the trolling motor. They dumbest thing ever today. So we stayed on the water this past week. Me, Hallman, Upshawn, John Soka. Mm-hmm. So like we had like literally. It's, uh, it's- we- What's that? It's soup cup. It's yeah. soup cup. <laughs> Don't bring Randy Flowers into this, all right? Uh, anyway, you had to like avoid this like shoal to get to the house. We like we all kept our boats on the water and stuff, right? None of us fished it for six days of going in and out of it. I caught like 17 and a half pounds. 200 yards from where we stayed for a while. Oh, I, I, I got back in. And I told Brad, I was like, did you ever fish that? And he's like, no, don't even tell me. And I was like, yeah, dude, <laughs> I didn't even like the power poles. It was stupid. Large mouth and small mouth. And he's like, yep, I knew it. <laughs> it always works that way. Damn. Rick, Rick cracked like 21 with the kids. Like, dang. Just, oh my. Wait, you're yes. on Oneida? Yeah, after after an open's been there, like that's what's Good wild. Grief. It fished great, like I'm well, not like. Uh, oh, it fished great. It fished pretty good. Like, <laughs> yeah, I dude. Like, look at that. The way. Yeah, for Oneida, it fished really well. I can mm-hmm. turn that. Uh, dang. 
On a scale yeah. of one to ten, how excited are the kids? Like, are they just jacked out of their minds? Uh, they're they hold it together pretty good. Like, Kurt runs a pretty like well organized ship. Like, mm-hmm. I can only imagine what uh what some of the other camps in the country are experiencing. Like at Champlain right now. But uh, like I like Kurt runs a good ship. The kids don't like they don't like spaz out or anything. They're good. Cool. Most of them are like return campers that go to like his Texas camps where he has like 40 kids at the camp. And then they'll come, a bunch of them will come. And he does that for two weeks. So like he'll have 40 at one and like 38 at another. And then they have 24 up here. And it's a bunch of kids so, that go to Texas too. What, so, one more, sorry, sorry, Adam. One more question. Yeah. How many of them have asked you who the hell you are? Um, yeah. most, most of them think I'm not Rack, actually. <laughs> they don't know who he is, actually. It works in my favor. <laughs> Matt, you're just going to take that? He's yeah, tired, I'm bro. still half asleep. Yeah, here. I was going to say, was <laughs> this, man. he was like, drunk. man, I'm going to wake him up. He's going to be disoriented. I'm gonna I didn't even realize John <laughs> King made a wardrobe switch. No, he did. He had the singlet on, uh, which you pointed out, <laughs> yeah. and then he came back with the shirt. <laughs> the <laughs> Budweiser. <laughs> Not even Budweiser. <laughs> King of God, that's amazing. All right. <laughs> All right, thanks. Thanks for getting up, Matt. Yeah, congratulations <laughs> again on uh, 300 shows. You got a great group art right here, guys. So yeah, go, go back to bed, buddy. It's good. Appreciate <laughs> it, thanks, man. Thanks, thanks buddy. Thanks, go back to sleep. I didn't even see him there. I just like I th- you pointed. No, me. I just like, saw a pillow. This was. I was 100 convinced. Like it was all a joke. And li- and literally, like this was all just made up that someone was in his room, and then like out of nowhere, you see just like. <laughs> did, did you guys think John and I can conspire that well? That's insane. Yeah, we're not that fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly thought that you had a, a a woman in there. I mean, I believe John. I was hoping he says is the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, like he he's he's kind of like a woman. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, actually, actually, Matt's probably. Probably the best like uh, travel roommate I've like randomly been set up with ever. He's he's wicked down to earth, like really humble. Like you never know. He fishes at the level he fishes at and rolls with the crew he rolls with. Like it's been a fun couple days. Yeah, it, uh, when Panger came up, it reminded me of that SNL skit with Will Ferrell when he's like, "The mighty Kong has awoken." <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Oh gosh, <laughs> he is—he is the mighty Kong. Like he really is. <laughs> yeah, it was funny to get a text from him, and he, he just sent me a picture of you. He goes, "This is who I'm rooming with," and I was like, "Oh, good God!" <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, sorry for you. <laughs> yeah. right, much me. love, Joe, but we're sorry, Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's used to it. <laughs> the kids hey, are probably razzing him on the boat too. <laughs> Dude, they eat it up. They they eat up the big bass dreams rig. I'm like, I'm like the coolest. Do they call you the what what do they call you Mr. Whatever your last name is? Like, did they get it right? Can you no, can't no, pronounce La Barbara? Dude, they, they, they 
that's just Joe. Like everybody just knows okay. me as Joe. Like, dude, but, even all the kids that I used to teach at my old job, they used to call me Mr. Joe. Like, I'm nobody can say my last name. Bailey, you didn't hear when he was on our episode the first time where I called it everything. Look, oh, I, I know. called it La Barbera. La Barbera. La Baba Raba. I get La Baba Raba a lot. From, oh, that's like, a good one. Oh. Yeah. La Baba Raba. Good grief. Well, so Paul, I know you got to run here in a minute. So before you exit here, is there any All wild running? story you would like to share with the folks before we say goodbye? Oh my God. Any wild I, see, we should have led with this. I don't have short wild stories. I mean, they, there's always like all kinds of craziness. I, uh, that's uh, fine. I know you. I know you got Mikey Balls on tonight, and Mikey's one of the first shows we've ever had on the Serious Angler platform. So he can wait. I'll text him. You'll be fine. Just tell the story. <laughs> no, I can't have. I can't have Alex on there by himself. It's like the time he went on my Alex. Well, Alex Rudd's podcast without me. I mean, I can't be having that happen. He can't. He can't get all. He can't be over there by himself. He's a peacock. You got to let him fly. Yeah, he he is a very, very short peacock. He would be (laughs) out there. And he'd be that peacock that tries to to flash out his nice, brilliant feathers, and they're all tethered and drooping and tearing off. That's that's Alex Castell. I can't pronounce his last name either. I don't know what it is. No, I don't have no crazy stories. Honestly, if you want to hear my crazy stories, the easiest thing to do is go listen to episode nine of Bass and Brews when I was an actual guest. You'll get them all there. I I can't, I I don't have enough time, but I do have to run. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate, I appreciate y'all helping me out and being good friends and connecting me especially with the other three folks, not Deacon, we just got connected, but uh, Joe LaBarbera and uh, Mr. Drunk Wood and uh, Mr. Panger and all these other folks. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Congrats on 300. I cannot wait to get back here for 1,000 because that's going to be in person. I'll make sure of it. Oh, we're going to, by 1,000, we have some some high hopes for where this platform is going to go, but appreciate it, buddy. It was good to have you on here. Y'all have fun tonight. I'll be tuning in on the uh, flip side later. All right, buddy. (laughs) Enjoy. Appreciate it. See you, boss. Oh, man. I can't believe that podcast is still on. (laughs) 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 I mean, Joe's been on it twice. I mean, I thought that was death in itself. I know. He let me go for two hours and 58 minutes. Like, how I know. I listened to it. It was long. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was good. I mean, it was, that's just how Paul, I mean, I was on it super long and then he kept me talking for like 40 minutes after. I was like, dude, I got to work tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I need to be an adult. (laughs) Oh, Paul, you could, you could get that guy go until five in the morning if you wanted to. Yes. That is for sure. Probably good. Yeah. Well, so out with Paul and we have another guest sitting in the queue here that we can, uh, Don't worry, he's much better looking than Paul. He he's not a 2022 version of Woody. He's just uh, he he's the Lorax instead. He's Lorax. Oh. He's one with the trees. Mister Alex Rudd, what is I'm going Lorax, on, and I speak for the trees. And for some reason, <laughs> they're speaking Vietnamese. All right, what's up, boys? <laughs> Listen, I told y'all, I told y'all before this even started. I, I'm gonna get his band before it's all said and done. But 
<laughs> I mean, I've said some pretty out there things on my podcast, and I've not yet been banned. So, I mean, I don't know if I'm untouchable or just stupid enough that nobody pays attention. It's one untouchable. of the two. <laughs> He's one of the untouchable. Untouchable. Yeah. <laughs> How's everybody doing this evening? Good man. How are you? It's good to see good. you again. Yeah, it's good to see y'all. Good to see y'all. I uh, I know we're doing a ridiculous stories, so I'll go ahead and tell you a ridiculous story that literally just oh, happened like like three minutes before I walked in here. Um, so we're on the way home, and this big thunderstorm's rolling in, and uh, it starts to kind of sprinkle a little bit. And I tell Bethany, I said, "Hey, uh, drive a little bit faster." I left my my truck window open. And she's like, why'd you leave your truck window open? I was like, because it smells like a pack of homeless men have been living in my truck. Some like, you know, filleting fish and, and everything like that. And so, uh, so we're, we're driving a little bit more. And then it starts one of those like pouring the rain so hard that you can't even see the road. Um, so I get home and, and very casually walk out to my truck. And there's literally like three inches of water standing in the floorboard of my truck. There's the whole, you know, like how your door handle has like that little piece that you can like hold on to, to like close yeah. your door. It's literally overflowing with water. Um, and I literally yeah, look like I stepped in the shower for about five minutes by the time I got done getting my truck pulled up and shutting my building up and getting everything done. So there's there's a stupid oh story gosh. that literally just happened to me. So there you go. Perfect. You Dude, know, just those ruining yeah. Those Tennessee storms are like nothing I've ever seen. Up oh, they here. come out of nowhere too. Like it's like this one was just like, oh, you know, it's a twenty percent chance of rain today. Nope, we're gonna drop six inches of rain on your head in five minutes and thunder and lightning, and it's great. But yeah, it's all good. That that starts a new topic here. I'm actually curious. What is the worst like conditions you guys have ever like ever been in fishing? I've got a I've got a story oh, for that. Ooh, one. I got, oh, well, I we'll back to you. Go for we'll, this. Yeah. We'll loop back to your road, but Joe, take it away. Start us off. Uh, I, I fished a, a BFL on the St. Lawrence in like five footers. It probably, I think they said gusts up to 55. Like they kept us off the lake, but I know there were like two man overboards out of a hundred boats. There were two trolling motors blown off. There were uh, three guys that chose to use different ramps for takeout, like called their spouses to pick them up. Um, there were like a bunch of breakdowns, like, and, and I know the tournament director was moved out of that region following that tournament. He was never allowed to make those difficult (laughs) again. Like they moved him out of the Northeast region, but, uh, yeah, like it, it was, I mean, it was like, like bad, like, like seven miles an hour going into the wind. I can only imagine. I, I know I saw a video somebody put up at Cape Vincent, like at the mouth of the lake, um, where there was like eight footers rolling over the cable ferry that goes across from Cape Vincent over to the Kingston side in Canada. And like there were cars on the ferry and the waves were going over the cars on top of the ferry that were on top of the ferry. Like it was, it, it was like, and like seven, eight, nine footers, like crazy. And and we fished yeah. like six miles away. Good grief. Yeah. Yeah. That's I think that's the, the event Ken Golub like ripped the motor off of his bass cat. I think it was Ken. Yeah. Didn't he yeah. get stuck on an island or something like that? Yeah. Something nuts. Overnight. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Pro- uh, very possibly. Yeah. I don't know if very it was possibly. overnight. But <laughs> yeah. Wild though. Like it was. Like, I can't believe they let us fish kind of wild. I feel like over time, less of those stories, well, 
uh, at are happening. I think tournament directors have, like, I don't know, like some of the stuff out west that I have heard on Lake Mead is just absurd. Like, yeah, guys yeah. boats and all kinds of stuff, and it's just like now it's like if it's going to be bad, I think most of the time tournament directors are going to. Well, what's crazy is like the FLW tour had that Okeechobee accident and this was like 16 months later. Like, what are we like? Really? We're still making the same calls? Like, what about that? uh, That launch for the first bat or the bass bass pro shops, like whatever the U.S. Open or whatever, where they like (laughs) sent 300 boats at the same time and just said good luck when there was like five footers. And then Coast Guard literally called them and were like, hey. You got to get off the lake. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Back. <laughs> like, yeah, it was. I, I wasn't a part of that, but I had heard a lot of stories with that. That was uh, something else, I guess. But yeah, sounds like Bass Pro Shops. Uh, just so you know, I'm not masturbating. I'm petting my dog. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I love how he had to notate that. <laughs> oh, just good putting it out there, boys. Let me just have some fun here with a bunch of boys on the screen. <laughs> Unreal. Yikes. Good grief, Andy. <laughs> All right, Andy, what is the worst you see in Mr. Lake Erie? Um, there's been a couple things. One of the worst <laughs> ones, I was on Chautauqua Lake, and a tornado touched down about 20 miles to the north of us, and like instantly went from like flat calm to about 75-mile-an-hour winds out of like the north that swirled to the south instantly. That was fun. Um, another time I was running down the Niagara river and it decided to hail like quarter inch hail balls while doing 70. Um, and then I've been like 30 miles down Lake Erie when a severe thunderstorm rolls through and it goes from glass to seven footers, in the snap of a finger. Yeah. Those, those are probably the top three. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. And it, it seems to happen every year, something like that. So there's um, a story with Lake Erie out of Buffalo's. If they call for sunny and no wind, it's probably going to blow 30 and you're going to get thunderstorms. It's just, it just happens. <laughs> so it's, it's like the West end of any New York larger body lake. of water. Yeah. yeah. Like, like Oneida, right? Like Oneida too. Yeah. It's going to be South at six and you get there and it's blowing 30 out of the West. West. Yeah, exactly. John, what about you, dude? Anything crazy that happens in Kentucky? Nope. Just Tra- doing trailer sh- gets rolled rain, over man. into just a do- puddle. Just, just <laughs> doing weird shit with your cousins. That's all we're doing. Uh, <laughs> no. We, I honestly... That, <laughs> I love how he said it about himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing weird shit with my cousins. He's some cool woodworking and I do weird shit with my cousins. <laughs> Oh, got, her one of them, got, got her one of them guns and roses mirrors from the carnival every July, and that's how it happens. <laughs> uh, now, I, don't, I honestly, I was trying to think. I don't really have any stores like super crazy. I mean, I mean, I've been on the Kentucky Lake when it's been shitty because you can't just run straight on Kentucky Lake. But I honestly don't have really any story in regards to really crappy conditions, other than being a terrible fisherman. So I guess every day. So. <laughs> Good God. Uh, I had a I had a feeling when I stepped foot in your boat and you were throwing a, a frog on a six foot spinning rod. Wait, you dove into Alexis Vexus? <laughs> I oh, did. Yeah. I I threw a frog on a spinning rod just so I could try to catch one. That was my whole goal. <laughs> yeah, he's been on Alexis Vexus, the best uh, bottom in Kentucky. 
Wow, that's so good. That's good. Rudd, what about you, buddy? Round us out here. Oh, well, I was on Douglas Lake and uh, back of Muddy Creek, for anybody that knows where that's at. It's the farthest point that you can get from the damn ramp, you know. Anyway, <clears throat> we're standing back there, and, uh, you know, behind us is beautiful bluebird skies, and in front of us is just like, black ominous i'm I'm about to screw up your entire day and world kind of thunderstorm and so uh me and old dad sit down and we start running and this bitch catches up before with us before we can even like get <laughs> oh, going God. anywhere and it was that kind of rain like where you can't see anything like it it's hurts. just like blanketing like hurts like just dumping on us and lightning i mean just kah, kah, and like hitting the water and so, like, finally, finally, you know, dad's like, listen, I, I can't even drive in this. We're going to run this thing up on the bank and go find somewhere to get because it's just it's too much. So he runs it up on the bank and he he ties the ties the boat off and we like hike up this hill and we hide under probably the single worst thing that you can hide under in a lightning storm. And that's a mobile home. Um, and it's like this abandoned <laughs> mobile home. And we're like tucked up under this mobile home with like the camel crickets and the centipedes. And we're sitting there. And like it finally lets up, and um, this is probably the craziest part of the story. I'll never forget this shit. Um, we, we go down, we get on the boat, untie the boat, we're idling out, and like the storm's just like over. Like it, it was one of those that just like when it hit, it came, it dumped, it lightened, and everything. And we see this smoke just like billowing up over this ridge, and we idle out around this point, and this big cabin is completely on fire, like burning to the ground. It got struck by lightning, and the whole family is just like standing outside watching it burn to the ground. And like, come to find out, like there was like three or four houses that got struck by lightning and burned down, and there was like a tornado touchdown, like 10, 15 miles away. And I mean, it was just that quick. Like it was one of those, like here it comes, it's on top of you, and it's over. And it, it was that was probably the it, it scared me to death for a long time, like. I was a kid, I was probably like 10, 11 when that happened. So I was young. And so like, as soon as there was a cloud in the sky for like five years after that, when I was a kid, I was like, no, we're not going anywhere. We're staying here. It's bullshit. I'm not getting out in that crap again. It's like last time you said it'd be okay, dad. It wasn't okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's probably the craziest one I've ever been in. Man. That's pretty wild. Yeah. I, I can't say I've been in like, really bad weather i've only i've had like had been like i shouldn't say rescued but like had someone go pick me up at a different ramp from the kayak because mother nature was wrong but that's i was gonna ask in the kayak like when does it when is the point of no return like what what size of a wave are you like i i can't get back like when the wind starts like you're pointed at like into the wind and the wind starts lifting the front of your kayak is when typically you want to turn back makes sense yeah, <laughs> you don't want to turn your kayak into a plane. Typically, it's usually not the best idea. As does that happen? Like, if it gets bad enough, will you just roll? happen once? It happened happened once, dude. Like, I just had to like Poor try to like, dude. It was probably my best performance of stability in my my life of trying to get to just the nearest bank and that just like happy. crash into it. However, I could get to dry land and just have somebody come pick me up because it, it was like 80 mile an hour winds out of nowhere that wasn't on the radar and 80 like, dude it was i couldn't <laughs> i couldn't breathe looking into it like it was just like insane like it came out of nowhere like it almost knocked me over the first gust it was it was pretty wild <clears throat> did you put a video out on that if i remember 
seen something about it or like, I put a post out like I had a yeah. I have to have a buddy come get me, but I, I wasn't filming that day. It was one of the days. I, I mean, I don't watch your videos, but I just remember something. Nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got one for you, Bailey. I uh let's see. Oh so, yeah, we forgot Deacon. <laughs> no, you skipped right through. It's fine. It is what it is. No, I asked you and you talk talk about Lake Mead. Oh, oh yeah. no, no. You asked me about what was going on with the bass uh pro shops deal but anyways i uh one time on rayburn in a college tournament it was like the coldest i have ever been in my life like i have duck hunted in like negative 25 in colorado and this was dude rayburn with the humidity was wicked cold like it was in the 20s on rayburn in february or it might have been late january it was a practice day and all these guys are sitting at the ramp like debating whether they get on or not and I literally had to take hot coffee and pour pour it down my bilge into my bilge area to let the ice thaw out to be able to get my plug back in because it had rained and then froze, right? So I can't open the compartments. So get out on the lake like an idiot. There's like three people that get on the lake. I'm like, oh, we can do this. No big deal. Turn out into a cove. Take one over the bow in the legend literally froze the entire front deck of the boat like literally i've never seen anything like it before it just it froze it completely and i was like all right we're going in like <laughs> we're spinning back and it was the day before a tournament and uh it was crazy man like a cold front that hit and it was gnarly That's I mean, terrifying it was, dude it was, was blowing terrifying. and it was it was bad i would say froze. i would say those like hypothermic conditions scare me way more than big waves i agree man I agree. Like you can, bass boats float. Like you'll be okay. But like, Dude, it's I, I, I can hold. I can hold on to an upside down bass boat. Like, and I'm gonna eat meat, sand, or gravel, or rock at some point. Like, that's, no, that's a good point. Yeah, you know, like, but like, you can freeze to death. Like, there's no, like, there's nothing you can do about that. It's crazy. The South gets some crazy, crazy freaking weather. Like. Yeah, Northeast dude, we're pretty damn fortunate because we don't have then, much crazy weather. I, it's that's what's wild to me is like, I don't know, we don't experience rain like that either at, in the south. But like near John, there in Green River Lake, uh, I fished a college national championship. I, I oh, twenty sixteen. Yeah, you go, dude. Yeah, and it was horrible. I mean, like bad. I think I think the guy that won was the only guy that caught a limit both days, and. I mean, it was July. It was like 95% humidity oh. and 95 degrees. And anyways, the first day of the tournament, it rained so hard that I have never, I mean, like bilge pump ran continuously and just didn't stop. And you literally, I could not hear a thing. Like yeah. I would literally was like to my partner, like, dude, if you have one, you're going to have to scream. Like I can't see, <laughs> I can't hear, like no one was running. I mean, that no one moved on the lake for like an hour and then it just was gone. <laughs> Oh I did that God. one day with Caleb on Chickamauga. We we cracked a dirty thirty that day, but like at one point it was raining so hard. He hooks one and he and all I hear is like, oh, I'm like, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what? I turn around, I'm like, I'm like, I'm what? He's got like on. he's got like a seven pounder hooked, and all I'm hearing is like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what do you need? He's like, the net. And I'm like, okay, we're good. I get it now. Like, understand that? <laughs> oh, but dude, I'm just talking. Gosh. One of those rains. It's just like, <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, like nothing. 
lit up for just five seconds, please. Dude, I mean, you can't see in front of you. Like, no, I literally was like, I can't see. Yeah. I literally could barely see to the front of the boat. It was wild. Yeah, it's ridiculous, it man. Crazy. Good grief. <laughs> the so, kind of rain it? where like you need to look at your gps to like know where you're going you're no like i mean when you're on the trolling motor not like yeah. Yeah. like oh, on yeah. the trolling motor and you're like, going on where's shore yeah. like where, yeah. where do i cast i mean it's like fog it's so it's raining so hard it's like fog <laughs> like it's yeah. ridiculous Dude, I've never seen your rod like. your rod constantly feels like you're getting bit because yes. it's just vibrating like crazy <laughs> yeah. oh it's the worst it's like your buddy's shaking it under your armpit, Andrew Full. Yeah. Like when when you're not paying attention, you know. Dude, I got a, right. I got another another story that goes with that. Andrew Loberg, who is absolutely killing it, hammer like guys from the West Coast. But we we had found the same pattern. Like we had tried the offshore thing, and it was not working. And we we're catching fish way in the back of things, right? And we're way in the back of this thing, and of course, all this rain blew everything out and i was catching him on a square bill and he was catching him on a spinner bait or it might have been switched but anyways like we talked about it after the tournament because all the west coast guys kind of stayed together through that deal but we hooked up with a muskie a big muskie like in all that current that was flowing out of the back of something and that was i think the only bite loberg and i and a bunch of other people by the way but we both i don't think we caught a a keeper fish either day we blanked both days of the tournament like it was that one guy caught a limit both days the entire tournament where the heck was that green river lake John, oh, come on lake. dude that's my home lake man it could be very good and in the night fishing there like everyone has told me like oh you just missed out like i'm like i'm not going back there like <laughs> there's just those are lakes that you have one time on you're like yeah i'm never going to touch foot here again <laughs> and the i mean oh dude it's rough well. That's like my least favorite statement too. The night fishing's great, and I'm like, "That's great for you." Great. I hate it. Like, I'm not no. going out. Night fishing is garbage. <laughs> it, dude, it sucks. Like, I, okay, listen. Let me let me paraphrase this by saying I've done a lot of night fishing, and I've caught some big ass fish at night. It works. All, all it does work. All that being said, though, too, I've almost broken my ankle about five times night fishing too. I mean, and as soon as you turn the headlamp on, it's like every bug within a hundred square miles is trying to get in your mouth. Like it's it is terrible. Like you're over there going, <laughs> so, trying dude, to toss dude, uh, dude, I got a buddy who figured out how to beat that. You okay. he the traffic cone on his head when he fishes at night. What? Headlamp, a he- headlamp, like halfway up the traffic cone, because bugs go to the for line. like the highest point. Yeah, because they go for the the head or the face of animals and people. He goes I love traffic to see that cone, shit bro. Out of the water. <laughs> All right, All right. <laughs> so I had the traffic cone, boy. Perfect solution: cone head costume, like right. the head, the cone head movie from like the early nineties. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, perfect. And just put the headlamp right up there on top. Dude, that's like, one of those. It's two head. o'clock in the morning on some lake, you know, in the backwoods of nowhere. You pull into a pocket and hit it with the spotlight. You're like, nope, not today, Junior. You just turn around. And go right back and, I am not dealing with comb boy today. We're just not doing it. All right? It pulls up to weigh in for one of those night derps, and you just drops a mega sack on everybody uh, with a cone yeah. on his head. Yeah. Yeah. You just see him coming. It's like, is that guy eight foot tall? What is it? You just see him bobbling up there. He just comes dragging the bag in two hands <laughs> get some boys <laughs> get some. Oh, no i oh, hate night God. fishing is stupid 
I mean, because you, if you fish that tournament, you're garbage the whole next day. Oh, yeah. Just, That's my I biggest problem it. with it, man. Like, I'm all for, like, a Thursday night or going till like, 9 or whatever, 9.30, getting dark. But that's my biggest problem. Like, there's two big tournaments in Colorado every year that are night derbies. And there is – actually, he's sitting outside of my house right now. He's buying a battery from me. But there are guys who are so good at it. And, he, I mean, this guy has won a ton of them, right? I mean, he's a sniper with a spinnerbait at night, and he's better than anyone at it. But, like, I – have vowed to stop night fishing tournaments like three or four years ago because it would just ruin my weekend. <laughs> yeah. The the only way I'm staying up till five AM on a Saturday is with the blonde with big old things and in a ponytail. So <laughs> Uh, blonde you know, what, redhead, it doesn't matter. It matter, yeah. What's it matter? Um what kills well, me about you, not, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> what kills me about not fishing like around here, there's a couple of lakes, Norris in particular, like Dude, it gets so freaking dark because you're in these valleys, like in the bottom of these valleys, way back up in a creek. And there's one in particular that I, I mean, I've wrecked them in at night. I've wrecked them in during the day. But like you get up in, you get in that valley with no moon and like you've got, you know, 200 feet of ridge on both sides of you. It's like a kind of dark I can't even explain. Like it is like that where you put your hand literally right here in front of your face and there's nothing. It's like being in a cave. And it, it's a little freaky, which leads me into, and I'm not going to take control of this, but like, what's the freakiest thing y'all seen on the water? Like, what's oh, that man. thing that you've seen? You're like, I almost don't want to go back out there again because that freaked me out that much. Well, I don't know if I have any of those like stories. Honestly, uh, I got a story, but it's actually, it was relayed through one of my best friends, uh, DH, who owns a brewery here called Country Boy. He, he calls me up after a tournament and he's like, hey man, can you talk? And I'm like, this dude never responds to texts or phone calls. It's like, yeah, I'll take it. So he took his uh, family on a, a place called Elkhorn, which is actually where I met Drew G- Gregory at. He's probably still talking about it. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I, so he takes his family out on the Elkhorn River. And, uh, uh, you know, when you take kids fishing, you're not going to fish at all. You, you're messing with them, Rod, you know, doing all this stuff. Thank so you, he gets – he gets irritated enough and decides to run the boat up to the dam and then take the kids out and go home. So he runs the boat up to the dam, goes to the dam, sees it, and he notices what we've all probably thought before, a floating watermelon. And he's like, is that a floating watermelon? You know, or is it a dead body? And he's like, I think it's a, de- I think it's a dead body. So he's like, he starts to get a little nervous and he decides to go the, go on the way back, and he doesn't tell his wife or kids that he thinks he saw a dead body. So he's driving a tractor, and he hits a log, and his wife goes, would you just hit a dead body? And, like, his butthole tightened a little bit because he actually just saw one. <laughs> and he lets, his, uh, he lets his wife and his kids off, and he calls his buddy and says, like, hey, man, you got to get down here. So his buddy gets down there. They get in the boat. They go back. They take a stick, and they poke it. And they figure out it actually is a dead body right by the dam. So what they do is, because he's well known in this area, he he calls the nine one one and says, "Hey, I found this dead body." So the fire department, police come. What do they do? They commandeer his boat, make him drive all the way back to find this dead body, and then he and another guy pretty much have to grab the dead body to the side and just drive it all the way back. No, 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 no. Yeah, absolutely oh not. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, so the dead body was like in his boat and everything like that. And it, it's like one of those stories you don't believe. But yeah, he found a dead body because how many times have you been fishing and you see something weird and you're like, is that a body? That's a dead body. I mean, just yeah. numerous times. Me all the time. Oh, thanks. Nope, nope. But uh, really fast, Rudd, I think this is an amazing topic, but we have to interrupt here really fast. We'll, we'll continue it, I promise. But he. John started the dead body story, and we have a special guest here who we, we left it open to people that are listeners. What a transition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. No, yeah. We, we left it open to listeners that wanted to come on and just tell a wild story. And we have our friend, Ms. Uh, Rocky, who's in here, who's actually in the queue right now, who's going to come on for a couple of minutes and tell his story. Uh, I believe about getting hit by an RV and also finding a dead body. So without further ado, <laughs> On the water, I got a guys. What's going on, How dude? You doing, man? Thanks for having me. Welcome to the podcast. We uh, we heard you have some wild stories to tell, so without further um, ado, the floor is yours. Yeah, so I mean, some of them are unfortunate, but some of them, you know, obviously they're uh, good, I guess. Well, not really good, but I mean, there's <laughs> stories to tell, you know, none of them are really good, but um, it's starting out interesting. Which I mean, which one do you want to hear? I mean, which one do you want to tell first? I mean, well, since we're on the dead body stories, I mean, we might as well start off with that. Yeah. Um, do it. So I mean, so we go to this little. I'm from New Jersey, so we don't really have much big lakes by us. There are a lot of John boat lakes, kayak lakes, you know, electric only. So they're kind of like, you know, just mediocre. Shit. And so we go to this boat ramp, and now like. This lake river system kind of leads into a small inner city, kind of, you know, so it's a pretty congested area, whatever. So we get to the boat ramp and I'm with a buddy of mine and we're literally like, it smells like death. Like it smells terrible. Like what, what, like it better not be a dead body, you know? So we look over a boat ramp, look into the water. There's dead deer floating. We're like, oh, you know, okay, cool. Like, that's disgusting. You know, thank God it's not a dead body. So we get on the boat. This is one out of 12 foot John boat. So we get on the boat. So we go out and I go to this one spot that we, that I hammered out probably six, seven fish within five minutes, like two days before that, you know? So I'm like, okay, well, we'll start at that spot and just see what happens. So we start making our way there and my buddy's like, Oh, look, another dead deer. I'm like, I don't know if that's a deer. It kind of looks like a body. It looks like feet, you know? And he's like, you know, no, you see, like, that's the, that's like his tummy, you know? He's upside down, you know, the legs look a little, I'm like, I don't know, man. So, like, now I'm caught on a snag, so now we have to cut, we cut the distance in half. Now we're getting closer. And he has binoculars, so he pulls out the binoculars and he looks, he's like, I don't, I, it could be. So we start getting closer and closer and it's around Halloween time. So we're running through all the scenarios like, okay, maybe somebody threw a mannequin in the lake, you know, as a joke, like a bunch of kids, whatever. And we go over to, and sure enough, I mean, it was a dead body. I mean, it was all oh, bloated and floating and swollen. And was, nasty, were they as bad about their protocol as John's story was? I mean, well, so like to be on a twelve foot John boat, 
John boat that I got for free. It came with a free trolling motor. So like the trolling motor was like only 36 pound thrust. And we were probably like a mile away from the boat ramp. And we saw the cop from the boat ramp where we were. And he was like yelling, like, are you guys the ones that found the body like across the lake? And And so it was kind of like out in the open at that point, you know? And, um, so we were screaming back and forth, like as we were on our way, but it's just us, like, yelling across the lake, just go the short distance, you know. <laughs> so it's kind of entertaining. But then, I mean, he wasn't like, you know, we're like, we could take you, and you know, so this way you could confirm at least, so this way we don't make this whole big thing and watch him not even get that body, you know. And he was like, no protocol calls, like we can't go on your boat or anything, so detectives showed up drones showed up and everything it felt like you were in like csi like miami or whatever so it was like cool but it was kind of weird because like we were hoping like there was hopefully like nothing like no bad blood when they flipped the body over like there was no gunshot wounds or like stab wounds or anything like you don't want to be tied to anything like that you know yeah you know yeah it was it was interesting you know just another saturday in jersey eh uh, unfortunately, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Dirty, dirty jers. Hey, uh, it's got dirty. a question. Hey, Rudd, did you ever find out what happened to old boy uh, who was down at the boat dock the last year? Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, last I heard, he survived. Um, they apparently pulled him out of the water like several miles away. And um, that was oh, that's all dude. I heard. He's he's alive, but I don't know oh, what happened that's... to him otherwise. Like he never did show up in like the the arrest record. Like you, you can go and like view all the people that have been arrested sure. in the past twenty four hours, and he never showed up. And uh, best I can figure is they put him like in a psych ward or something because he was he was pretty mentally ill or high on something. It was it was not fun. But he's alive. I do know probably that just much. probably watches Alex Red fishing now. Probably he's, all the time. He's probably selling bait fuel. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Snorting the crap out of that. Just... Jesus. It has no scent. The cops can't smell it. Come here. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Open your mouth. Well, well, real fast, Rocky, before we before we let you go, man, what, let's, let's hear about this RV story because this is one I, you mentioned that kind of intrigued my interest as well. Yeah, so there's I'm an RV. A, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah it, was, it was a bad time. But, um, I mean – this is all within like the same month, by the way. So, this oh is my kind of... god! <laughs> so don't <laughs> don't get around to use what you're saying because the yeah, luck is I not on your side. Death that month, unfortunately. But um, okay. so I have a I used to race motocross, so I have this RV that was like uh at the back where you could store the bikes and stuff, but you could drive it. So it was like convenient, but it needed transmission, and I wanted to fix it to be able to sell it, or get a little bit more money for it, and. uh so we pulled it up on blocks. The same guy I found the dead body with, he was with me. And then my sister's boyfriend. Um, so we were pulling the transmission out, you know, and I'm underneath it taking the drive shaft out. And somebody asked me to get the 10 millimeter socket. Of course, it's 10 millimeter, you know, how that goes. And um, I'm like, okay, whatever. So I hop out and try to look for it because we're working out in my garage. Nobody else knows where anything is, you know, but me. So... I must have got distracted in the meantime, looking for the 10 millimeter socket, you know, and I get back under, I'm pulling the last uh, drive shaft bolt out. And next thing I know, I mean, this thing comes darting at me, rolling over top of me. And next thing I know, I'm kind of like in a panic 
well not a panic mode because it was a really weird situation it was kind of like um like a fight or flight kind of response you know because you have an rv that's kind of lunging at you so i kind of duck you know and at the meantime all this is going on you know and i kind of just um underneath the rv i'm like okay this is it like i'm done you know what i mean there's not much room in the front of this you know you know so i kind of like roll over do whatever i do and now i'm laying on my back and i'm just looking over looking up at this thing roll over the top of my head you know and then the guy that found a dead body with me his name's jay he stopped he hit the brake to stop it from rolling because it at this point there's not much room you know like i said i live in new jersey so my driveway is not real long so it was probably like two feet away from being inside the road at this point and so he stops it and i'm still like midway out from the rv so my sister's boyfriend drags me out and they're like are you okay are you okay i was like i don't know i don't you know they're like okay we'll turn you over and you know check you out so they turn me over and i have a big gash going from like here all the way down my back um, I couldn't breathe at that point. I ended up puncturing a lung and broke my Holy wrist. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. I mean, uh, the man above was on my side that day for sure because, I mean, I'm not, I'm not smart enough to be able to make those kind of decisions to get out of there quick enough to like survive that. So it's like, you know what I mean? It was just one of those situations. I mean, Years of being a racer, you just you have the like go forward instinct. instinct no yeah. like flight, and it's always fight. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's been multiple times on the bike too. You know, the bike blows up in the air over a jump, and it's kind of like, okay, what do you do? Because the front end drops of the bike, you know. So it's either ditch the bike and jump over the handlebars, and you know, go forty feet in the air to basically on your ankles and ankles. Ass, yeah. You know what I mean? Or, you know, you stay on the bike and see if you can ride it out. You know, unfortunately, I came into those instances also. But, I mean, it's kind of this part (laughs) of it. You got bad luck, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's bad luck, but it's also like kind of what you stay the hell away from me, Rocky. Yeah, I don't need your luck. (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely don't. But, I mean, I'm lucky to be alive. So, that's one good thing about luck, you know. Heck, yeah. So Yeah. Well, dude. Thanks so much for hopping on the show and telling some you, wild stories. We're glad story, you're alive man. to tell them. No Thanks, I yeah. Thanks. I'm glad I was able to use, like, be alive to use the Omnia code. You know what I mean? I, That's what so, I'm saying. That That's was, what I'm talking about. I love the plug. Yeah. I love it. I worked that in yeah. there. Yeah. I didn't yeah, even so, ask him to do that. I was going to say, you are, you're, you got to get him on the show more, Bailey. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's going to be our special guest moving forward just hey, just don't um, bring the bad luck to the show all right just no leave i won't it do that I'm, leave that in jersey yeah i mean i'm fishing now so as long as like i'm good with finding dead bodies but as long as i'm not getting ran over i think we're good oh my <laughs> gosh i love it no. rocky dude thanks so much for joining man we'll have to get you on again no problem guys all thanks right, man have a good night guys we'll chat with hey, you hey what sh- what shit pizza are you eating joe uh, I'm actually on, uh, like lately I've been eating a lot of like pretzel chips. That's not, doesn't uh, look like you were eating pizza. No. Pretzel oh chips. yeah. Those pretzel the chips black, pre- the black pepper ones are the best, bro. Gotta yeah. Try. They're good too. They're good yeah. too. Black pepper, I mean, like, one. Isn't that a thing? Parmesan garlic. Oh, oh that's wow. Good. That's good. Yeah. The everything's are, are really good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything's mm-hmm. fire. All right. Yeah. I, 
let's what are you gonna say john no nothing go ahead i was gonna I say get let's get back to our story danger zone i was gonna say let's get back to our freaky stories thing that yeah started. talking about gotta, butt stuff like butt, yes butt what yeah. no like freaky yes butt yes stuff. yes yes <laughs> let, let it rip joe let it rip all right so it's not bass fishing related but it's fishing related so when i was growing up like we didn't have a lot of money and my dad always wanted to go on like a fishing vacation right so for years like and not like i'm 30 36 We'd go to the Harrisburg Outdoor Show, you know, the great Eastern sport outdoor sportsman's expo. It was like before the internet, like those expos were like the deal, right? People mm-hmm. from all over the world would come and like it was like a big thing in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. So it was only like two and a half hours away or two hours away from where I grew up. And we used to go every year. And my dad kept talking to these same people like year after year. And uh, so eventually when I was 20, I want to say, I think I was 20, like the summer, like before I went back to college, we went to Alaska to like, we like flew into Anchorage, flew into Dillingham, like, which was a very small, like mostly native like town. And then we took a De Havilland Beaver 200 miles into the bush and landed, landed on this lake. And for seven days, we were going to float down this, what started as a little spit of a creek, like as wide as a twin bed. And then it got bigger and bigger and bigger as the seven days went on. Like I'm, I'm like a naive, like 20 year old. Right. So we get there. And when we get there, my dad and I start fishing and the guide is like setting up the oar rig for the raft and, uh, we're just like fishing really close while we're kind of like getting ready to like start out for that very first day once we land in the bush. And, uh, you know, like they tell you beware of like grizzly bears and stuff, but like, and like moose and caribou, but you're like, dude, I just got there. I've been fishing not 20 minutes. Right. And the grass around this creek has to be seven feet tall. I swear. It's like seven feet tall. And like, I hear this rustling in the bushes, but I am stoked. Like, you know, those uh, sockeye salmon with the green heads and the red bodies, they're everywhere swimming up this little spit of a creek. And like, there's all this like visual, like overload. And like, and I just finally, like after traveling for like 40 some hours, like finally get there and I'm finally get to fish. It was like all this buildup. It's like tons of foreplay basically. So like, finally it's the moment, right? Nobody <laughs> in. I'm still like McLovin. I get all excited, right? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> we're in <laughs> like, so, and, and I like for like a couple minutes, I'm, hearing like this rustling right this rustling in these bushes and i'm like you know like i make my cast and i like drift 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 and i like bring it back and like start going again and dude no lie like the rustling stops as i like finish my cast and i like drift through this area and as i like turn my shoulders and turn my head there's 25 feet between me and probably 800 pound grizzly bear. Right. And I am am thigh deep in this water and like peed a little, (laughs) like like, a little, like a little, like I'm, I, because I'm like, I can't run. Like I'm over my knee standing in waders 
And this grizzly just, he didn't know I was there either. Like he makes it halfway out into this Creek and no lie. Like I freeze when I see him. Right. And as I freeze, I get the most eerie, like small breeze hits me in the back of the neck. Right. And like the hair on the back of my neck stands up and he goes, and yeah. sniffs and makes you shit eye contact with me, right? Oh my like, god! Eye contact with me, oh. and I'm like, oh, <laughs> like I, I just like, put my arms up. I was like, I'm dead, <laughs> and I just was like, oh, and because they tell you like get bigger, right? And like, like I see him, oh, I'm dude, and he's, you know, how, like blood, you know, Cornhounds, Cornhounds. But you know how like bl- bloodhounds have those like jowls that like yeah. that like oh, when they yeah. move their head the jowls like flop around, dude. Uh-huh. So when he like turns his head at me, he's got these like jowls hanging down, and I see him like blah, 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 flop around, and I'm like, he's gonna eat me. <laughs> like, <laughs> and literally, he he looks at me and just bolts. And like that's probably the best story I have, but that was one of three very close encounters I had on that six day going down the river excursion. Like that is insane, dude. Like people, people say monsters are not real. No, yes, they are. They're called grizzly bears. Like, dude, people do not understand how terrifying of an animal that that actually is. Like, it is a death machine. That's all it's good at is killing. Like this story, I got that uh, story about like the twelve hundred pound like was it the Kodiak bear that they have whatever that took like oh yeah four or five revolver rounds to the face and was like living eight two people and then they had to like have a team of six dudes with like ten to it was either ten or twelve gauge basically just unload on it and barely took it down like it was insane like see i heard i heard one like that it was i heard it through meat eater the meat eater guys there was a bear that charged a dude and they shot it he shot it four or five times with like a 500 smith and weston and so like they report small caliber yeah small you know totally just kill an elephant with that no big deal um And so, like, they report the they report the attack because you know you have to report all the attacks, and obviously they shot it, so they have to report it. They found the bear like two weeks later dead, but the bullets didn't kill it directly. What killed it was one of the bullets lodged in its jaw, and it thirsted to death because it couldn't open its mouth. None of the bullets actually. Two of them hit him in the head and didn't penetrate his skull. The other one got like stopped in his fat somewhere in his like shoulder blade. And like then the other one got lodged in his jaw and he he thirsted to death. Like I was like, this no thank you. Like that is just it's a death machine. Like that is the most terrifying thing on planet Earth. Like this, like, and it's weird yeah. how like like in those three encounters, I had that one that ran, and then like another time I was in the raft and one covered. To like, and we were like fishing from the raft, drifting through like some pretty swift water at the time. But one covered 250 yards in like faster than a greyhound dog, and like got to the side of the river and did that like roar, like, like stuck his paws in the like front paws in the dirt and was like trying to like get us to flinch. Like, you know how a pit bull like will test you sometimes or just like a mean dog in general will be like, and like try to get you to be like, like 
that's like he charged for 250 yards and just planted himself to see like what we would do. And I was just like, thank God we're in the raft. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude, and it, at least like, I mean, from what I've heard, like, so I went up to Alaska two years ago and, or maybe it was three. Yeah. It was three years ago, but like the, at least the bears up there, I mean, they have such an abundance of food source that they don't, that they don't have to, uh, like they're not nearly as aggressive as the grizzlies that are inland, like Montana, Wyoming, those kinds of situations, because they're like, I'm not really interested in eating you. I'm just annoyed that you're around my food source. Like you're literally going right through it, you know? Well, and we're like there in salmon season too, when they're like fattening up for winter. Like, um, yeah. can I tell a quick couple bear stories? And I'm not talking about Andy with a shirt off the disco. Nineties. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, oh, I got two bear, real quick right. ones. Uh, yeah. So I was in Rainier doing a quick hike with my wife and, uh, we, we'd done like a five or six mile hike, had a couple beers and we're like, all right, let's do this quick out and back. And I'm ahead mm-hmm. of her. And I was like, you know, I drank a couple beers, so I got to piss. So I stopped, pull, pull my thing out and start to go to the bathroom. And I just hear, <laughs> <sighs> and I look over out of the corner of my eye and I just, wasn't see your wife, bro. No, <laughs> ain't that big. Uh, and I see uh, out of the corner of my eye, just this light brown, just go home and just like it's probably five feet in front of me and just startles and runs away from me. And I, I pissed everywhere. And I, I, I pull it up and uh, I, I tell my wife, I go, Ashley, I think I just saw a grizzly bear. And she's like, There's no grizzlies here. And I was like, I swear it was because it was the exact colors. And I get back to our campsite, come to find out it was a cinnamon black bear that had been in the campsite. And the night before, some dude was sleeping in the hammock, and the, that same bear had came up and licked his toes while he was sleeping. Ooh, I like it. Bro. My second one is I uh, did an 80-mile backcountry hike in Yellowstone last year, and the first – 15 steps on the hike, we saw a mama, grizzly, and a cub. So I was like, man, this is going to be awesome. The next night, outside of our campsite, were grizzly tracks that were probably a foot to 15 inch. I mean, their paws are huge. Like, just the tracks, because they were fresh outside our camp, so they must have been walking around while we were sleeping. Scared the living shit out of me. That's It's not an animal I'd mess with. No. Gosh, no. So powerful, like you know what's I I say this and like people they 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 laugh when I say it, but it's just the truth. Like people don't understand how powerful animals are, and like I, I got this little cat, all right, sweet little cat. I hate cats, by the way. I saved this cat because I found her in the middle of the road on the way home from fishing. But I hate cats. But I have this little cat and I like her. But anyway, she's she, now your she, best friend. Yeah, she's like my buddy now. Um, but anyway, she like she'll love to play with my hand, and like that cat will latch onto me sometimes, like to the point where like she'll pin my arm down on the couch and just like, like have her way with my hand. And there's nothing that I can do to get that cat off of me if I wanted to get it off of me. I mean, like she's attached, and like, I always tell my wife, like I watched that cat jump flat footed from the floor to the top of the refrigerator one time. I was like, now just imagine a tiger. I was like, you're done. Oh, 
How freaking terrifying. I mean, like that little cat like pins my arm to the couch and I'm over here like, get off you little mm-hmm. son of a bitch. And it's like, I couldn't imagine something 1,100 pounds just hitting you in the back and grabbing your head. Like a I mean, live just, cougar in the car. It's like a live <laughs> cougar in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing makes you drive as good as a live cougar in the car, Ricky. <laughs> down, Karen, down. <laughs> down, Uh No. I saw someone asked, uh, does anyone have the, your favorite co-angler story? So I saw that was a comment. Yeah, let's I, – I, we have a really good topics coming through in the chat. I just wanted yeah. to get through the freaky stories to see if anybody else had any more. I mean, I got, I got more freaky stories, but we, it's not fishing. I, I have one I can relay. <laughs> well, you don't want to know about your sex life, John. <laughs> one I have time. one I can relay, but <laughs> I, I don't think camp. anybody will believe it. <laughs> All right. Let it rip, so, Sasquatch. Well, it's about Sasquatch, mate. I, that's what I figured it was. <laughs> yeah. So this is this is this is a story that my dad told me, and I and let me tell you something about my dad. Like my dad don't believe in anything like Bigfoot, ghost. I mean, like he's as you know straightforward as he comes. Like, but when he told me this story, legit, like he got goosebumps and was like, he he really truly believes he saw what he saw. So going back to not fishing stupid again but anyway so he's not fishing one night and him and his buddy are fishing and he said that you know he had the black lights on and they're in they're fishing and he said like all the crickets all the you know the the animals and just all the noise that not fishing entails in the middle of the summer he said it goes dead quiet and he said him and his buddy look up in the woods and they just see like this big white figure standing next to a tree and so my dad thinking it's somebody just screwing with him. It's like, hey, you know, you some bitch, get out of here. And he said when he yelled out like that, that this thing literally like cleared the freaking woods out. Like he said it sounded like like a grizzly bear running through the woods, like tearing everything out of its way, just tearing crap out of the way. And like him and his buddy both looked like what like they, they put little fishing rod down, strapped him down and, and pulled out of there. Now that to be said Several years later, uh, for anybody that doesn't know, your boy is a Bigfoot enthusiast. I believe that he is 100% real. I mean, look at me. How can you not look in the mirror and not believe that he's real? I mean, well, he's like my second cousin. But anyway, so I'm listening to some I'm listening to some Bigfoot podcast. And this lady calls in and is telling a story about a big, white, hairy creature that she saw in Andersonville, Tennessee, which is in the county that Norris Lake is located on and in the same county that dad was fishing on that side of the lake in like 2007, the same time my dad saw this thing, whatever he saw, I literally had to stop on the side of the road (laughs) and call dad and be like, listen, I'm sending you something. You got to listen to this crap and then call me back. And then he calls me back like legitimately, like again, my dad is a dude who just, he's just not, not one to get on this crap. And he was like, dude, I'm not kidding you. I'm sitting here with cold chills. That freaked me out so bad because that is exactly what I saw. So I don't know what he saw. What the hell? But, like, could be real. He saying. saw Sam Squanch. Sam Squanch. Sam Squanch. It's a, it's a damn Sasquatch. I'll tell you who ate them sack lunches. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did it, but my friend did. 
Yeah. Oh, no, you didn't. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, you didn't. no, 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 you didn't. Uh, <laughs> that Veronica Vaughn. That yeah. Veronica Vaughn. That's one nice piece of ace. <laughs> so so hey, hot. Want to touch hey, real quick? Hey, Rod, how old are you? I'm 28. Oh shit! You're only 28. I'm only so 28. You oh, I guess no one else grew up with Adam Sandler CDs like I did because I'm 39. Oh, you did. Oh yeah, do you remember so, Barry Lankin? <laughs> oh God! Oh, my 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 favorite uh, was uh, the the mother with the suntan lotion and the, oh! uh, yeah, oh my! <laughs> like yeah, that was the funniest <laughs> one of all of them. Or the goat, or the goat. Yeah, you, you gotta love the goat. Oh, <laughs> you went your Roger Staubach. Sorry, the barber and I are old. We're ten years yeah. older than you guys. So. Yeah. yeah, that's all right. Go ahead. You'll die before us. So <laughs> Dude, okay. look, at the, look at the other four of them. All, the other four of them are like, those idiots. Like, why did we invite Joe and John? Like, Here's an easy solution to this problem. There's the four square everybody wants. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> just kidding. Just welcome kidding. back, guys. Welcome Keep back. it up at a medium pace, Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Any other any other freaky <laughs> stories, fishing wise, you guys got? Andy, Deacon, anybody else? Just no. like just like lightning jumping off my. Re- All right, that's better. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. You guys, you guys don't have light. You guys don't have like lightning stories, like. Oh yeah. Up. Well, I, sure. I have two. I got two. Sure. Both are Lake Erie referenced. One, I was getting ready to launch. A- there it is. We're like boat 92 out of like this hundred boat field. And they've already sent the first two flights. And all of a sudden, like the wind picks up. And literally, as you see a boat leaving to take off, a lightning bolt misses it by like five feet. And we're like, we're going to die. And the guy gets on the boat and he goes, well, we've already sent half the field. We can't delay it. So boat 72 and so we ran like 30 Good miles call. or something in a thunderstorm just downpouring rain multiple lightning bolts it was wild and then the other time i was fishing with uh bailey our buddy jeff hippert out on erie and this is like a couple weeks after my daughter was born <laughs> and <laughs> i make a cast and he's hooked up and my line just stays like 100 feet in the air and i'm like yeah this is good he goes i got one and i'm like oh and the fish jumps, and as the fish is jumping and going back down, his braid stayed like fifty feet in the air. And I was like, yep. "We're gonna die." My rod's vibrating. He's like, yep. "This this ain't good." Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened to me on Gunnersville. I flip into a mat with like you know a one ounce weight, and that line goes and just arcs up, and my rod goes, whoa, 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 whoa. and I was yeah. like, "No, thank you, okay, yeah. <laughs> no more." Dude, the the other the other day. The other day I was throwing hair jig. I was out with Dante and throwing hair jig and I clicked the bail over. And as I clicked the bail over, like I like, and it was kind of dark, but I thought the storm had like already passed. Like we kind of like snuck in behind it. As I closed the bail, you could like, literally it was like a firecracker went off in my hand in terms of like brightness. It like went pop. And, and I was like, and like my whole arm like froze and Dante turns around. And he goes, 
what was that? I, I said, it's us leaving, dude. We're getting out. Yep. So my dad actually watched a guy get struck by lightning one time fishing in a tournament. He said um, he was fishing, and they're standing there, and, you know, there's fishing in the rain. Like you said, it wasn't even really lightning that much. And he said they're standing there, guys, you know, I forgot how far away from it was. Pah! Dude stand, standing straight up just right on his back. They go over there. It killed him instantly. The guy in the back of the boat gave him, like, third-degree burns all over his body. And he said that it, like, got in the, like, the top, like, piece of the fiberglass of the top hole of his boat and just, like, blew holes all in it. And he said by the time they got over there, it was just, like, molten fiberglass, like, melted. It was still glowing red hot. But he said dude was standing there fishing one second. It hit him, and he was just killed him instantly. Laid him down the bottom oh, of the boat. I know Trevor yeah, McKinney dude was standing there twice. What? He got struck twice? Yeah, the, uh, the kid. Oh, that who... college kid. Yep, twice. Yeah, that's crazy. Twice. Twice. Okay. Dude, I bet you could pick a chick up with that story. Hey, I got struck by lightning twice. <laughs> This is all like right. R- all right. Then. Sold. I'm <laughs> <laughs> standing next to you when the clouds roll in. Yeah. But we can play the lottery if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you buy me a drink and let's get some scratch off? <laughs> Any other stories before we start hopping into some of these comment topics? Do the no, fans, but... man. Do the fans. Yeah, do the, do the fans. Right. Someone thinks comments, Bailey's boys. drunk tonight. Bailey, you drunk? Yes. In the wise words of Adam Deacon on fantasy fishing, I feel great. <laughs> great. <laughs> nice. All right. I'm not going to pronounce his last name, but Josh Stankowitz. is asking for He's worse. My buddy. Stankowitz. Stankowitz. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. Uh, worst co-angler stories. Who wants to go first? I don't have a co-anger story because I don't have a boat. I got one. Let her rip. Uh, so I was fishing a uh, championship last August, and where was it at? The Ohio River. And I paired with this old guy. Who, who, yeah. Well, I, I think who, I've heard this story. It's fantastic. Yeah. Who? The old guy was super nice. Um, so we, we were talking work, and he asked me what I do. And I tell him I do woodworking, and I say I have a small niche in the fishing market. And I say, yeah, I've done a bunch of work for Mike Iaconelli. And he goes, ah, fuck that guy. And I go, well, that's a lot of people's same response. So that's okay. So uh, I was just like, okay. And then I, I tell him another thing about how I got into it. And I was like, oh, yeah, my friend George got me into it. You know, you'd know him because he's probably the only, uh, you know, one of the only black people out here fishing. And he goes, oh, I'm surprised those people can even buy a boat. And I was like, oh, oh well, this is, this is, I go, well, this is the day that it's going to be. So we had a two-hour fog delay, and I was just like, all right, just fish and just ignore it. The guy's nice. He's just, he's just one of them Kentucky boys. And uh, so we're fishing, and I just keep hearing him yelling. He's like, these goddamn drunk lesbians. And I'm, you know <laughs> – he said it about two or three times, and finally I turned around, and I just go, I can't remember his name. I go, drunk le- I go, what do you mean, drunk lesbians? These little bass, all they want to do is lick, 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 and they're not committing. He goes, they're just like drunk lesbians. And I just go, you've got to be fucking shitting me. <laughs> I lose it because I'm laughing so hard. And 
<laughs> Dude, now I'm calling every bastard drunk lesbian from now on that doesn't buy my crap. <laughs> Dude, if I swing on one and miss it, I'm going to be like, he's drunk lesbians. <laughs> and, oh, gosh. He was the nicest guy. He just had his way about him. But yeah, when he just kept yelling drunk lesbians, these little blue, it was just, blue, you know, when bluegills nip your shaky head. Wait, do you know? Do you remember what state he was from? Kentucky, Kentucky. Okay. He's from Eastern so- Kentucky. Southerners, man, and they're uh, they're oh, just no. weird. They're weird oh. with that the sayings. Yeah, like lot, between you, sayings. Right, yeah, right. Between you and like our buddy Zach Hall and. Our buddy here in New York, Force Bucket, who's from Louisiana, like you guys got some weird dang sayings. <laughs> my favorite ones is I've been two county fairs and three goat rooms. I ain't never seen shit like this. That's my favorite <laughs> yes, one. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Greg, oh Greg, my God. Raise your hair if you gave the uh, found, uh, county fair queen. Raise your hand. Twice. Let you have that one, buddy. <laughs> I love the pride too. Uh, it's definitely same, on his resume. That's for same, damn sure. Same shit or two different, John? What? It's two the same. You don't, you can't do. Back, this isn't like the Bulls in the nineties. You can't do back to back. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, it's got to be Kentucky Ooh. South. That's the same. Oh, gosh. Oh, oh gosh. boy. All right. Well, we got some people rolling in here, some new folks who uh, have some stories to tell, and uh, another friendly face who uh, has been, made some rounds around this show, has been on a, lo- uh, a bunch of shows and also on Rudd's show as well. And uh, tune it in. We're, we weren't sure if he's going to be on tonight, but he's joining us here. Mr. Drew Gregory. What's going What's up, on, buddy? Drew? What's up, boys? Drew? We How's it going? Sure tune in. Uh, J- John was definitely not talking crap about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. I have to hit the old rewind button. Uh, I'm here actually in <laughs> Pigeon Forge in uh, Sevierville area, and it's actually thunderstorming and lightning right now, like you guys were talking about. I'm here for a, a, the Gregory family reunion. I wasn't sure I was going to make it, but uh, so I have a question. You guys were talking about lightning. If anyone knows this, my wife just asked me. My son's in the bathtub, and he was, like, wanting to play a little bit longer, and then it starts getting crazy outside, and she's like, is this safe? I was like, we're on the bottom of a four-story condo. Surely this is safe. You know, it's a lightning rod. It's going to hit. She's like, it doesn't hit the pipes and go down. So help me out here to hopefully, you know, assure her, is this safe to have him sitting in a bathtub right now in the middle of a lightning storm if we're in a four-story condo in the basement? I think so. Uh, I think yes. I That's didn't even know that was raised. a thing. That's not how I was raised either. <laughs> yeah, oh, I remember being in a, a kid and being in the shower and lightning storm coming on. My mom's like, hurry, hurry, hurry. You're going to die. And I'm like, okay, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. so, I didn't yeah, even realize. You, you can Google it, Drew. And it'll tell you should do not take a shower during a thunderstorm because if your house does get hit by lightning, the pipes and water and stuff the can pipes. conduct it. Yeah, and it can shoot through the water and kill you. All right, so that's a that's yeah. one for the wife. So you're saying, yeah, okay, she's right here, so she's happy about that. But what about <laughs> a gigantic four story condominium uh, complex? I love, it, I love how the size. Is, <laughs> it gets bigger. <laughs> I don't think size matters in this situation. See, I didn't even I didn't even realize that like that was a thing until like six months ago. Like my the size matters. Made. 
Yes. No, not <laughs> Bailey, you poor guy. Jerk. Uh, no, like the whole like showering with, during a thunderstorm. I had no idea until my fiance told me like that she grew up that way. And I had no idea. So I called my dad seeing if she was like bullshitting me. And my dad's like, oh, well, we're lucky to be alive. Was she I, trying I, to kick you out of the shower while you she was showering or what? I, I don't know. I, can't, I don't she, remember. She didn't want to shower with him. Well, look, Rudd did it. <laughs> Rudd did it, dude. You turned out okay, Rudd. So, look, I guess it's all right. Yeah. You turned out I mean, normal. You know, I, I drank water of a water hose and ate some paint chips. I'll be all right. I mean, yeah. you know, look at and me then you believe in Sasquatch. It's perfect. Yeah. I'm doing great. <laughs> two plus two, six. I'm, I'm doing great over here. It's, it's all Drew, right. you should, Drew, you should be hey, more hey, concerned with what pancake house you're going to tomorrow morning. That's right. Well, that's You need to figure out what pancake house you're going to tomorrow. We're right before we go to Dollywood. That's tomorrow. So yeah, tomorrow. I got a buddy that owns a uh, uh, distillery right outside Dollywood. So King's family, rip it up. Good. We'll do. We'll do. So what's been going on? What have you guys been doing? Just kind of BS tonight. Or is there uh, any freaky stories that you've seen on the water, or experienced on the water, or like where's co-angler stories? Do you have any to add before we bring in another special guest here, Drew? I'm like you, Bailey. I don't really have any, any co-angler stories since I haven't been in a boat in quite a while. Although I did used to own a bass boat. A lot of people don't know that, but I owned one in college, a small little, believe it or not, 14-foot fiberglass bass boat, a glass stream. Look up. They made nice. that small. But anyway, um, I, so I haven't really had any, any co-angler stories, so I'll, I'm a hard pass on that. But I would love Any freaky stories? I mean, dude, you get like way in the backwoods some of these tournaments when the kayak. So like you had to see something. Well, I mean – like running any moonshiners or something or what? Well, we our bear ran over to our pit area today through you know in Gatlinburg. So that was pretty crazy. Everyone was like, "Grab a kid, grab a cousin, grab a little kid." So bear went right through our uh, sounds like Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) But no, on the water stuff, I'll think of something. There's definitely been a lot of craziness that's happened, but um. Yeah, you guys give me a minute, and I'll I'll come up with a good one. I'm sure. All right, all right, we'll give you a minute here. And uh, Andy actually mentioned we have somebody coming on the show here he's down in the queue i like love this anticipation like when you brought through in and we get the anticipation again like let's do this i don't know who it is he's checking out his apple watch here uh can you give me a thumbs up if you're you're ready to come in here i'm in here gabe all right he's got the thumbs up we have gabe i don't even know your last name man but we're bringing in the show here and uh we're getting some air time on the show what's going on dude we can't yeah. hear you. Oh, I, oh, we can't Uh oh. Yeah, he's muted too. Hey, he's not muted. Nope. He's not muted. Know. Can you hear us, homie? Nope. Oh, Can you hear oh, the words no. that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> Can you understand the words that's coming out of my mouth? <laughs> I think we he got said the thumbs that... up. <laughs> <laughs> he gave us the thumbs up. I, th- I think that meant yes, Drew. Yes, your son could be in the bathtub during the storm, and you were correct. <laughs> <laughs> that was his vote. That was his your vote. kid's going to die. Oh, <laughs> Gabe, uh, we can't hear you, buddy. You're right. Let's Bye, go. Gabe. No, no. <laughs> yeah, we still oh. can't hear All right. Sorry, buddy, but we appreciate you joining regardless. <laughs> Bye. Bye, buddy. Apparently my son got out. He got out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll 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 go out with Gabe, and we have another Lorax here in the queue. I personally think, and sorry, Alex. I mean, he's another Alex, but he's got a way better beard than you. No, (laughs) no. Listen, 
I've already established Alex listen, Epperson is my Linda, action figure. Linda, okay. Listen. Yeah. Alex Epperson is my action figure. All right. That's Ooh. little Alex. I'm big Alex. Sorry. I'm, I'm going to say you're his action figure. I'm personally, I'm a bigger fan of the Hulk, Oklahoma's worst angler's beard over the rud. I got oh, that, that beard. That, is that, two thumbs that, up. That hurts what me is down happening? deep. <laughs> I'm hurt. <No>. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm just kidding. I'm emotionally scarred from this right now. <laughs> He's not kidding. He must make you feel better right now. We've talked about it plenty of times. We have. We have. <laughs> Alex, what's going on, buddy? It's been a while. Dude, it's been a long time. You've been grinding Man. away. What's been going on in the life of the Oklahoma's worst angler? Dude, I, you know, I'm fishing just as much as I always have, but I'm making a shit ton less content. I'm just busy. Amen. Just I don't know if you guys can hear me. I don't know if my connection is good. I don't know. You sound great. You sound good. I mean, I'm filming. You are filming. Okay, good. Outstanding. <laughs> we got a delay here, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Probably not like fucking, I don't know, 10, 12 videos worth of content is stocked up right now. So, awesome. Oh, that's amazing. But what are you up to these days? Tell the folks. Oh, you're muted. You're muted. Yeah, no, I'm not. Some audio. No, I just There's mean, definitely. This is, this, is, this is my favorite. What is going on right now? I'm not muted. <laughs> he, he was I'm not muted. You're I'm like, like 30 oh, seconds oh, behind us on a delay. It's exactly what's going on. <laughs> YouTube's drunk. Okay, <laughs> at the look of this, this is gonna be this is gonna be great. <laughs> any yeah. other co-angler stories? Anyone else, Joe? Do you have any? Um, actually, so I've only fished as a co-angler one time in my life, and I We're have. We're not like, talking a- about you as a oh, co-angler, you bum. No, but it's the one time I ever did, <laughs> and it's bum. one of the best stories. Oh, oh no, wait, no, no, I do have a really good co-angler okay. story. <laughs> it, it blows the aluminum nightmare story I thought about before away, and I'll tell you that that some other time, guys. But okay, so I was uh, I was fishing a BFL on the Potomac in like the first week of April. So like in DC, the first week of April, like it's pretty cold. Like we're talking frost on the carpet every morning, right? Um, and so I, I had travel, I had like drawn this guy the year before on Oneida Lake and, and he was, he was like an okay dude. We both like sacked him. It was 2017. I think it was the first year I'd like ever really fished like outside of a local derby. So in 2018, the first derby of the year in the, in our, uh, BFL division, I go down to the Potomac and the day before the derby, this guy who was going to fish in a co- as a co-angler again asked me if he can just go out for the day with me. And I'm like, okay. So I make like the 30 or 40 mile run up to DC just to kind of, I want to go check some stuff again that I had checked like Monday when I had arrived. So no lie. <laughs> I take Joe, is something in your eye? I, I, no, I've had contacts in since 4 a.m. They hurt so bad. Like, okay. I got to put exactly. my glasses on. But you, know uh, you guys did Bukaki before or what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it banger, you know? Like, uh, but <laughs> you're awful. But uh, so 
So I drive the the four. <laughs> you, I like how you worked that word in from the chat earlier. There you go. There He's you got go. a laundry list of words. He's, he wants yeah, to I was work gonna in. say, is he checking them off? <laughs> but uh, so I drive this. I drive this guy all the way up there, and like I, I kind of wanted to like go through like stuff like really, really quick. So. I take this ding dong up there and, and like I'm skipping under the same bridge that like Lucas won at a few years prior. And I'm going like really quick past some, all these pilings and moving through. And I hear the guy yell, wait from the back of my boat. And as I'm driving away, he's jerking on his chatterbait rod. I didn't realize he hung it on the dock. And like, I'm yeah, not really totally one to chatterbait turn. rod. So like, I, <laughs> I'm not really one to turn around and I'm like, Oh, so I turn around and I, I literally like do a full 360 degree circle around and we literally go right past it. Like he could have grabbed his chatterbait off the dock with his hand. Like, and it was right at like eye level. We were at low tide. So I just assumed as we go by it, that he grabbed it. Right. So I start going down the row of docks again and I hear wait, and I look back. <laughs> And he's got the rod by just one hand. And instead of hitting the button, he won't let go of this St. Croix whatever rod. And and I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, what in the heck? No lie. The dude falls in. Right? Oh, yeah. Fuck it. I the, just saw a mouse. The current is <laughs> ripping, dude. And like, we're dressed like I'm wearing a winter hat, like. I got like winter gloves where the fingers fold back that like I hunt in, like it is freezing out and he falls in (laughs) the story gets way better. Like, so he's, he's like a very short, but very heavy set guy. So like, if any of you guys have ever seen people like that, like buying bibs is like not an easy thing because they're always really long. If you want, if you, if they, you know, are big enough for your belly and he's wearing like hunting boots, but they're, they're, they're actually Timberlands that aren't laced up. Oh my gosh, John. But he, so he's wearing Tim's. He he's a black guy from the city wearing Tim's that so he doesn't lace them and he and like he's got these bibs and he doesn't have them over his shoulders. He's just sagging them down all like cool style, like hanging down around his ankles. So when he falls in, boots fill with water and oh, his God. bibs fall to his ankles, right? And he's a very heavy set guy. So I event so I like. I don't, I like, oh my, oh my God. Like to me, like I'm, I'm short, skinny, greasy little guy. Like I could, I'd hop right back in. It wouldn't be a big deal. Well, like he can't get himself back into the boat. So I like tie a rope around him. He's like, and he's going, don't let me go, man. Don't let me go, man. Don't let me go. And he's freaking out. So I, I take, I reach into the compartment and I grab my, like the rope I tie up to the dock with as I'm holding him. And I like go under his armpits and I'm like, okay, at least now I've got Curtis, right? Curtis can't get away. I've got him on the line. And I get like the rope over the power pole around, uh, around my Merc over the other power pole. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to let you go now. And I swing him around to the other side of the boat to the ladder. And I'm like, he can get up the ladder, right? No, he, his, 
pants are around his ankles. His Timberlands aren't laced. He can't even get up the ladder, dude. Right. And twice my boat in the, in the, as the tide's going out drifts under the dock. And I have to like, be like tie Curtis off to the cleat, run back up, drive the boat out. And and it was like the first week I'd ever used spot lock in 2018. So finally I remembered, okay, when I drove out the second time, I'm like, I'm going to hit spot lock. And I can't for the life of me, get Curtis back in the boat. Like he's, and he, and he's like starting to panic drastically. Like, and, and I, I once, I almost had him all the way up and he was so exhausted. I'm like, don't you quit on me, man. Like, you finished getting in here, right? like, No and, man left and, behind. And, and he, just, he just like, dude, I mean, slow motion slips back in right into the water and i'm like oh my gosh like this dude's gonna die out here and i'm not i'm gonna have to like tow him back to the put-in like behind the boat is the only option i cannot get him back in my ranger right and out of nowhere somebody like just starts like a local starts coming up the wall and i can't even remember the guy's name for the life of me but uh he starts coming up that row of docks and I'm like, for, I've, Curtis has been in the water 10 minutes and it's 45 degrees out and the water is probably 45 degrees. And he's been in for a while and I flag this guy down and the guy who was pre-fishing with him jumps in my boat, helps me pull this guy in. And now I have like 40 miles to go to get this guy dry. Like, and no lie, like, so I'm, I'm like having this debate as we're leaving. And the guy told me, he's like, dude, this is where I hide my keys. Like, you can stop at this creek. It's halfway closer. Like, you, you might want to put him in my van for a while if he starts shivering. And uh, I'm like, I, 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 so we're like ripping down the river and I make it like 20 miles. And I'm having this debate the whole time, like, do I go 45 so I don't freeze him or I, do I just rip 69 the whole way down the river to like get him back as fast as possible? So I'm just <laughs> ripping, dude, because I want to get back to doing what I was doing. Like, and I keep looking over and he's not shivering yet. He's not shivering yet. And I pull into Madam Woman Creek like we like round the corner and you have to take the corner like really, really wide. And as soon as we round the corner and he like it mentally registers that he understands we're like a mile from the dock. I've never seen somebody like shiver so hard my entire life. Like all of a sudden he knew we were back and he was like, his brain just like was done, like keeping him alive. Like I almost could not get him like out of the boat to get to his car. Like, and, and I like, I ran to his car Like once I got him on shore, I like ran to his car. I started his car. I like helped get his clothes off. Like, and he was like, I I almost killed a guy. (laughs) Like it was wild. It was was really, really. Did you get his chatterbait back? uh, I I don't think I got the rod back. I can't even remember. Oh Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. I don't really remember. I I would just love, I love, I would love if you just pull back up there, pluck the chatterbait off, reeled it up, (laughs) hooked it, put it in the box. Like that's mine now. (laughs) But yeah, like that, like I I haven't told that story in a couple of years. I used to tell it like way more funny and dramatic, but like, yeah, I almost killed a guy. (laughs) 
Yep. Yep. Hey boys, I gotta run. I gotta run, but uh, congratulations! Got three hundred episodes. I've uh, kind of commandeered my my son's pullout couch here in this condo, and he's he's tired, ready to go to bed, and excited for Dollywood. So again, congrats! I'll have to rewind, mm-hmm. listen to all the stories, but <laughs> see you guys. Thanks for joining us for a fun tomorrow. I did think there are good stories. So Bailey, we'll be back on, and I'll tell a lot of the funny stories. I thought a lot of good kayak ones. So we'll do it again. All right, buddy. See you guys Sounds good. later. Thanks for joining. We'll see you. Boys, I'm also gonna roll. I uh, I was uh, late here, lady. But uh, you're actually you're on, you're not even on Eastern Standard Time. I know. I'm already like you on time here. Are you on Mountain Time? That's right. Or Mountain. You're going, you're mount- going on yeah. Mountain Time. All right. All right. Well, it's been fun. It's been fun hearing all the stories. We'll see you guys later. Later, dude. I feel bad. I like hijacked all, right. all that time and then Drew had to leave. <laughs> like, my bad. No, it's dude. all good. It's all good. It's all right. We all love Drew, and Drew's an amazing dude. Uh, but we all know if we let him keep talking, he'd still be talking right now. So we'll be good. Now we can talk more stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding, Drew. Uh, all right. We have Gabe actually still in the queue right now. I don't know if Gabe's tuning in or not, but we might try him here in a second. Oh, he's coming in. Let's, let's see if we can get him in here for a second. Gabe, do we have you this time? Yeah, can you hear me, guys? Hey, there we can hear you this is. time. What's sweet. going on, dude? Sweet, sweet. Not a whole lot, man. Just... Packing up for church camp, so going to do that tomorrow as a counselor, and gonna see how that goes. Nice, any nice. John, yeah. John, nothing, John. Nothing. You uh, are you on the right podcast, sir? Bunch of heathens. I think. Any specific topics or stories you like to share while you have some some so, few minutes here? You guys were talking about lightning earlier. Um, a weird story about that is my grandpa was walking down the driveway of a house and uh, uh, he uh, got struck through the ground from about 50 feet in front of him. Wow. Yeah. And he was okay. It's just he walked in and his skin was actually green. It was so weird. Green? Yeah. The heck is mm. that all about? I have no idea. It's weird, though. That is very That's weird. That's crazy. Uh, could he still get a boner? If you've had an erection lasted more than four hours after you've been struck by lightning, you might need to consult with your doctor. <laughs> You do not have to answer that, Gabe. I'm not going to. Okay, good man. Good man. (laughs) Gabe, is there there any topic or something you'd like to hear us contribute to? Well, is there anything that y'all would like to hear? Because I'm pretty informative about some things. I work in the fishing industry at Bass Pro Cabela's, so I know a decent amount of things. You know what I mean? Oh, please give Um, me, like, one of your, like wildest customer experiences please like oh my god oh, like oh my gosh please worst person <laughs> you've ever retail clients are the worst. i have got to hope he does not listen to this 
<laughs> I hope he does. Who cares? It was actually just the other day, too. That's the funny thing about it. Um, you mean a guy two months ago? Came in, oh, he doesn't care about. A guy called us on the phone, and we have phones at each one of our desks that we are at. So, like, the fishing area has its own phone. He called us, and he wanted to know every specific color of the Zoom flukes that we had mm-hmm. in the store and in the warehouse. I'm like, uh, okay. And then he wanted to know all the yum dingers also. I'm like, dude, you're killing me. No. That's about the wildest one I have. I have some kids that have ran into the store and knocked every single thing down before. That's happened twice. <laughs> kids think they're funny. It's not funny. But other than that, that's really all that's happened. So real oh, quick, uh, was that person named John King who called in about asking for every Zoom fluke color and then dingers? <laughs> no, he had a first name of Hero. I'll say that. No, I would have made something... Uh, funny about asking for more dingers <laughs> yeah. because <laughs> your mom would ask for more dingers and I would give it to her. Oh, God. <laughs> well, there it is. Well, Gabe, dude, it's, uh, we appreciate you adamantly yes, trying sir. to get on here. I know we had yeah. audio yeah. issues the first time, but yeah, appreciate you trying to get on, on here, buddy. Yeah, you have a good yeah. one, guys. All right, Gabe. Appreciate it, buddy. All right. John, we uh, and there were five. We're down to five, folks. <laughs> Good story, Bob. And Panger, Panger. It's funny you can tell he's still awake because every once in a while the TV will like change colors behind. You see his, oh, he's he's his, his hands in his phone. phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's still he's, he, he, he has to respond to me talking. Like he has to dude. respond to his girlfriend because if he doesn't respond, she will kill him. So. <laughs> John, John, you're my age. So, do, did you ever see Friends growing up? You remember Ch- uh, Chandler's whip yeah. noise? I hate <laughs> one. One, I hated Friends. Hated Friends. What, what? my col- my college girlfriend loved it, but I I hated Friends. Is your college girl now your wife? No, she was. <laughs> My college girlfriend before me was dating an NFL linebacker and then started dating me, and I, I, I still can't figure it out. <laughs> Neither can we, pal. Neither can we. Oh, here we go. So, did you guys know that it's National Wakeboard Boat Appreciation Day? We should pay our respects. Okay, listen. Yeah. If that is actually a real day, today in the state of Tennessee, they just passed a law that those SOBs can't come up in the creeks anymore. So, Oh, really? We yeah. learned... What's, up, what's the some... specifics? So they have to stay with they have to stay 200 feet away from the bank, and they can't be outside of any main channel marker. Oh, that's awesome! I, the, the reason I ask is my buddy Jeremiah just got his Phoenix plowed at 40 miles an hour by a wake boat. Oh my god! So, like it hit it physically hit him. Hit his hole, yeah. Cracked oh his hole. That's totally. Is yeah, he okay? Yeah. Yeah, he's fine. It was on a Wednesday too. It was uh it was a wake boat and a jet skier were intermingling and yeah, just waxed them. Isn't that fun? Wow. A bunch yeah. of idiots not paying attention. We learned that there's some local lakes here in New York where they have banned wake boat uh wake boats from being on the lake at in total. Wow. It's the greatest news I've ever heard, even it's though we're spraying our grass. Yeah. But like yeah. it's well, but it's that lake we're right on. Direction. 
there might as well have been a wake boat on it because it's only like two miles long, maybe. And I think every single boat that lived on the lake, like was on the dock, was on the lake that day of the tournament. Yeah. Andy and I had a Andy and I had a fun dock experience this past Sunday. Oh, yeah, that's docking. Showed them, didn't you? Just were you, for were like you guys docking five minutes. Yes, we're no, we were not docking. We okay. were fishing someone's dock, and they thought we were specifically picking their dock to try to make traumatize their entire livelihood because we were bullies for fishing frogs under their dock. Was this on Will you go pick on somebody else? We're like, what? Yeah, yeah. So I. So what happened was Andy and I are fishing this dock. And we're I will fight. I, I will fight somebody. I swear to God, like, I hate people like that. I, I just gotta get that close. out there. I will throw I hands was, at somebody. Oh, he, I he was comes walking out. I'm like the nice guy. I'm like, hey, how's it going? He's like, we're gonna pick on somebody else. I'm like, what? So Andy, right. Andy plays the nice card. Okay, so we're we're flipping this dog. Always. Andy's flipping it like a Texas rig. I'm frogging it, and I skip my frog. And you know those skip that you have that like goes over a wave and up on top of the dock. Well, I have one of those. As this guy's like walking towards us, Andy's playing nice guy. Like, hey, how's it going? You know, being Andy. And like this guy comes out as I skip the frog. Like perfect timing. Guy steps full oh, the dock. My frog goes quick, on Bailey, top of Rewind the right to the beginning. I go, oh, let's be careful around this dock because there's like orange banners like six inches above the dock yeah. all the way around. I was like, we're going to get and yelled at here. I can feel it. <laughs> yeah. And they're all chilling outside like on their back porch, like kids, grandkids, grandma, grandpa. Grandpa's the one that came out on the dock and like comes out. And I was like, I skipped my frog out and I reeled it back in and he doesn't answer Andy. So I'm like, Hey, how's it going? And he goes, are you freaking kidding me? He goes like, he goes, go pick on somebody else or whatever. And I'm just like, dude, we're just fishing. And he like, just goes, he lays into us dropping F bombs after F bombs. He goes, you're setting a horrible example for these kids tr- mistreating property that yada yada, like dropping F bombs. And he's like, Great example you're setting for your kids with all the language you're speaking right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, super calm as he flips under this guy's feet. Like it, it was amazing. And then he just keeps going on and on, like stumbling his words, realizes he's being an idiot. And long story short, like I get so fed up that Andy and I just stop and keep fishing his dock, tell the guy to F off and like at his face. And then Andy just goes, Watch this. As the guy's walking away, dings his dock as hard as he possibly can. Sorry, no, not his dock. His pontoon boat. Under, under, like, like the metal rafter underneath the pontoon boat was like 40 feet away. And I like skipped it like 30 times, hopping across his ear. Ting! And the guy literally turns around and like starts running after he tells me he's going to throw rocks at my boat. I was like, screw yeah, this. So, yeah, no, he said that. He said that. And then uh, he was like, go pick on somebody else's dock. And I'm like, nah, we're just going to fish here for the rest of the day. And like, he just <laughs> got like all pissed. And then Andy just <laughs> like dings his dock and he goes, that'll wake him up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in the Derby, uh, in the open this week, um, one of the guys on, uh, our, our, uh, team was, uh, gotten one of those exact same fights and uh, the guy actually went on Oneida Lake Diehards page and like posted like a complete like different version of because the the kid uh, um, came and told me after the event about the like argument that he had gotten in with a dock owner. This guy just trying to kick him out because he owns all the property around the dock, right? And uh, 
And so like Mike's telling me the story and we go and I happen to go on Oneida Lake diehards after actually Scott, uh, who owns the tackle shop here, sends it to me. And I look and I read all the comments and there are people just blitzing this guy for being a jerk. Like he he's the one who like lied about it. And I was like, finally, there's decent people in this world, like roasting someone for acting like a 12 year old girl and like exaggerating and making things up online. And finally, like onlookers (laughs) roasted that dude for being a jerk. It was great. It was really, yeah, really great. Dude, uh, something I'm actually really proud of. Um, I wasn't there for it, so I can't take any sort of credit for it. Uh, but our local, our state trail in New York for kayak fishing, like we actually get a pretty dang good turnout, like 50 to you know 80 kayaks a tournament. And um, But it's, it's like a really good group of guys. Like it's, it's the type of guys where you see them on the water. It's not like watch this guy who's going to cut me off type of deal. It's more of like you see somebody, you're happy to see him. And, you know, it's like you're fun fishing. And uh, one of the guys in our trail, he's no, he's he's Asian, and he shows up on. It's actually the same lake that Andy and I had problems on, and the dude just lays into him, being total racist. And lo and behold, there's like 30 guys that show up to his dock and fish his dock for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, was, it was, I wasn't there, but the story I was told, it was amazing, and it restored my faith in in human beings. So it was yeah. pretty awesome. I had I had an interaction with an old man. Last, this is the last time anybody's ever said anything to me while I was fishing. It's been a couple of years ago. And uh Cherokee Lake and we're fishing we're fishing in this marina. Here comes this old man and I mean he's coming just like stomping. You can just like tell he's got something to say. You know <laughs> he's, he's got just, I was posture. like oh yeah like I thought I I literally before the guy walked up I this th- I, I was fishing with my dad. I leaned over I was like this is going to be fun. <laughs> so like, he Say hello to YouTube. <laughs> yeah. He comes stomping down there and he goes, he goes, just stands there and looks at us. I said, hi, sir. How are you? <laughs> and he goes, I don't like you. I was like, okay. Right. Um, why? <laughs> and he's like, because you got those, those Trebel hooks and you put those Trebel hooks in our sails. And I'm like, Trebel. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you mean a treble hook? I was like, I didn't put it in your sale. I was like, somebody else may have. I was like, but I'm not doing. It. He's like, well, you need to leave this marina immediately. And I'm like, nah, bro, I'm good. Like, we're <laughs> staying here. I'm fishing. It's public body of water. There's no law in the state of Tennessee that I says I can't fish in this marina. He goes, well, I'm gonna call the police. I said, all right, I'm going to call TWA, and he's going to come down, and he's going to write you a $1,500 check for angler harassment. How about we do that? And then I'm going to put you on YouTube. You want that, too? And he was like, well, fuck you guys. And turns around and walks <laughs> out. And literally, literally, I, I like, I like just, I turn my dad, we high five, and we just keep on fishing. And I was like, it's greatest interaction. But I mean, dude, God got so mad at us for no reason. But he, he walked in, and he goes, those Trebel hooks. And I was like, I don't know what Trebel hook is. I was like, that Jim Trebel. It's French, dude. It's French. It is French. Yeah. Trebel. <laughs> I'm going to give you a a quick surprise. I just sent a link to the podcast to a special friend. So I'm going to see if he jumps on. Uh, Okay. We're letting John John King send links out. How did you get a link? Who gave a a link to John? All you have to do is forward the email link you sent me. That's how easy it is. Son of a bitch. All right. (laughs) I think I so. Think about maybe that. I'm not. That's a good call. All right. Well, we'll see. Ma- if we, maybe uh, I'm wrong. Time. I uh, I just said I was texting him. I said, "Hey, are you awake?" 
LOL, what's up? What are you wearing? And just <laughs> use my link. Um, all right. Well, we will admit them to the chat, but uh, real quick. You know them. I did. At least there's uh, a screening right. process. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, to go back to that, were, were you guys on the lake that um, Andrew and I fished? That, that, yes. that guy was doing that? Yeah. See, I get super awkward when when people confront me when I'm fishing like that. Like, I, I did that one time fishing in Marina, and some old lady came out because she thought we were going to throw a crankbait on her carpet. And I, I, I immediately stopped and said, don't you ruin my make-a-wish. Like, it was uh, we were doing a make-a-wish. <laughs> I was like, we're doing a fishing thing. And, like, she just shut up after a while. And it's just I, – I just don't deal with those people. It's They're just – like you know anything, I, I think that's what I'm gonna start saying, and I'm gonna be like, "Don't ruin my make a wish." Yeah. Don't ruin my make a wish day. <laughs> like, oh my god! Like I got a free boat to use. Like, why you gotta ruin my make a wish day? Like, <laughs> look at this nose. Yeah, right. <laughs> Don't I look special to you? <laughs> Uh, we have the same nose. That's what makes. Me oh my god! No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, our new uh, person that John, John has invited has entered the queue. <laughs> I was trying to figure out who it was for the longest time until he lit a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "There oh, only be two fun. people. There right. only be two people," and I was. I was 50-50, and I had one of the two correct. So I He's guess yelling correct. at the yeah. camera, so I think that means we should get him on here. And uh, Mr. Thought Odinson, <laughs> how are you, sir? I'm good, and I'm naked. Uh, I'm sure I'd ever be naked on a fast podcast. <laughs> hey, congratulations on 300 episodes. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Thought Odinson, looking like very much Mr. Pat Renwick from Street yes. Cats. <laughs> it's you, supposed sir? to be it's supposed to be Thor Odinson, but uh <laughs> but I'm God. actually a thought tonight. Completely naked and on a bath talk show with <laughs> well, I'm, I, I'm super glad I texted you when you responded when you were completely naked, so I appreciate that. I'm trying to get laid right now too. You're lucky I like serious angler podcast. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, oh, and by laid, Pat means rub and tug. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. They closed at nine. You know, you <laughs> get together there. You get together. Fuck wrong with you. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, congratulations! You are the man Thanks, on your three hundredth episode in bass fishing podcast world. I'm on my front porch and the uh, lights broke, so I'm using a, uh, a lighter. <laughs> Thank you, Pat. We appreciate yeah. it, man. Who else is in the it. queue? Uh, it was just you. It was just you. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I see John Joel Berba Berba, <laughs> and I see the serious Angelers. You see, uh, uh, Alex Chode. Hey, what's up, bud? <laughs> hey, man. Hey, how are you? That's a pretty cool beard you got. I appreciate it. Yeah, I like it. Uh. I'm gonna walk you in the house. Oh, man. Steve, we we can let you here? go so you can go do your business there, Thought Odinson. Thought Odinson. You like that? I, I do like that. So what are you guys talking about? Bass fishing and stuff? Just We're weird talking stories. about bass fishing and, and some freaky stories we've seen while on the water. Do you have any? Like what? 
like anything weird you see in oh, beyond the Jesus. <laughs> I really am naked. Oh, like I need to get yeah. <laughs> so John, John gets naked too. Like, what? That? You guys are all, no, no, don't everyone get naked. That would be so weird. Go, this is going south so fast. Well, oh, what did you expect when John put me in the queue? This is right. This I is mean, actually come on. very correct. Come on. <laughs> Is this live? Yeah, yeah, this is very live. Holy cow. I think I dropped the F-bomb, let my package fall out. (laughs) It's your 300th episode. I hope your fans appreciate this. They they do. They thoroughly appreciate this. Yeah, I'm off tomorrow. Straight Cast is off this week. So I'm having a good time. I've been fishing all day. I went, um, crazy stuff happens to me all the time, every time I go fishing, actually. So today... I went into uh, um, an unexplored realm. Um, it was the uh, the upside down, and I, uh, I there was, but it was a whole new section of river that I uh, that I went to today, and it was amazing. Like I caught them really good, but I I, I banged up my crest liner pretty good. Uh oh, yeah, but it's okay. I'll still be back there again tomorrow. <clears throat> was this in Gary, Indiana? It was actually close to Gary, Indiana. Um. And it was, uh, I'm coming upstairs to the Stray Cast studio right now. Is what you, hey, question. Yeah. Do, you ever fish, do you ever fish a coon down in Indiana? My buddy's caught a bunch of big smallies down the coon. Uh, coon, coon, raccoon. Curry. Yeah, raccoon curry. Pat, oh, I raccoon, raccoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been there in years, bud. Pat, I don't yeah. think your microphone is actually connected. You're still talking through your phone. Yeah, I know. It's just for effect. What are you going to appreciate this? No, I love it. I love the straight cast behind you. I, I yeah. love to get one for the studio. This is actually the studio. It's the first time I've ever been naked um, <laughs> on the air. I've been naked in this studio a lot. I'm glad to be that we're the first. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. So, uh, no, but today I caught a bunch of fish. I've been exploring different sections of river and uh, fully utilizing the uh, features <laughs> of the jack plate. What are you guys doing? <laughs> There's a comment here saying it's the Blair Pat Project. <laughs> it is. <laughs> no, I can make it, it the, Bear, the Blair Pat Project. Oh, God, here we go. Watch. <laughs> oh, God. So what else do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> you like, hey, look at this. This is, the, this is never really seen. This is the Stray Cast casting couch. Let me show you. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah. We're diving deep. Okay, so I have a, this is like a little little uh, shower area here. And then this is wow. the Stray Cast casting couch. You see this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Has, uh, has, um, Complete with a black Alexis light. Fo- has oh. Alexis Fox been on that? Look at this. You see this lamp? I don't know how my camera skills are, but if you see that lamp, Pedro Fighter gave me this lamp, uh, and there's seven animals. This lamp is made of seven animals. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Where's your Where's your lucky rock? Oh well, uh, that Pedro Fighter also gave you. Well, that's downstairs. Uh, I have I have two of them that Pedro gave me. Pedro gave me a um, a lucky pocket rock, and he also gave me um, a boat rock, a boat house rock. It's a little large for my pocket. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty oh, impressive gosh. as it is, as you guys can see. So, um, but 
so when I put that large rock in my pocket, it just looks a little overwhelming. But I, the, 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 so the large rock is for the house and the boat. And, uh, and I keep that one. That one's in the crest liner right now. But, oh, I love it. I love it. You like these black lights? Oh, yeah, I think we great should get touch. them. Yeah. See this? I, I have the black lights in the casting. I, I feel like Pat's the weird stepdad I never knew. Yeah, he's like he's like he's like if Gary Busey was fun, you know. Hey, wait a minute! Who said weird stepdad? That, that was John. John, that was John, John I'm gonna King. punch you when I see you. <laughs> Why am I weird? You're not weird. You, just oh, you said I was that. weird. Wait a minute! You said, so if I was you, your stepdad, it'd be like, oh, there's the weird stepdad. Because you would beat me in Madden every day. John, I'm going to punch you so hard when I see you, dude. And I'm going to beat the shit out of you. (laughs) (laughs) What else is going on, guys? Bass Fishing episode 300. Sorry for hijacking this thing. We're glad to have you. We're glad to have you, buddy. Any any freaky story? Like the freakiest thing you've ever seen while on the water? Oh, gosh. Um, Probably fornication uh, in Chicago. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chicago. <laughs> in Chicago over by there, you know what they got? They say there was some some people over on the rocks on the shoreline, and they just gave zero Fs and they just kept going at their business. And uh I just kept throwing a chartreuse spinner bait for uh brown fish <laughs> with red eyes. That's what I did. Oh, watch them bang. Oh. Watch them bang. Watch them bang. bang. Yeah. Oh, hey, how's the uh How's everything going over there? Uh, wait, is John King naked now too? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's my shirt off. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh, he didn't hesitate at all, did he? That kid. <laughs> <laughs> he waited. I don't have glasses on, so I can't see these small things. Can, can we ask a question that's not related? I guess it's somewhat related um, because I know this is a topic of conversation, and Bailey's interested in it as well. Yes, Patrick. Yes, what? Should the bass, um, what is it called? The uh, what is it called? The horrible question so far. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the uh, legend exemption. How long should that last? The legend exemption. How long? Yeah. How long should it last? Uh, Meaning, how long does an angler have to be a legend and compete in the elite series? Correct. Oh, if you're Rick Clon, as long as you want. Other people, um, I don't know. It's questionable based on performance. No. Cool. Great answer. Thanks. So but Rick Clon can like do a... whatever he wants, whenever he wants. And certain legends, if they want to come in and compete, they should be allowed. Like if Brower calls up and he's like, "Hey, I'm, I want to fish Champlain," they should let him in. I, you know what I mean? One hundred percent agree. And, yeah. and it would. It, it would be amazing if all of a sudden Brown was like, hey, I'm going to fish this one. Like, I, everyone everyone would turn in, like, turn on and turn in yeah. and watch it. I think that if you had, instead of all. Legends fishing the whole um, the whole circuit, if you, or the whole tour, maybe let them jackpot certain events. Like, hey, I'll bet Clon would love that. I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for Clon, but, you know, he's, he seems pretty dedicated and wants to be out there in every event, but, like, Hey, man, St. John's, he's showing up. You know what I mean? Showing up and showing out. Maybe they should have Legends uh, deals like that. I don't know. I agree. I don't know. The, I uh, but you know what me and Maddie want to do? Um, Here. 
we want to have a uh, a super derp. So yeah, super derp. You want to play what's in Pat's refrigerator first? Oh boy. Yes. I'm kind of scared. Okay. Let's see. So I got Mm. salsa, milk. (laughs) Oh, this backstrap needs to get cooked. Hey, attaboy. This uh, this is uh, deer jerky with uh, some fighter uh, cheddar. There's some chichi stuff, Coca Cola. Chichis. Uh, yeah, chichi. There's grande chichis. That's Water. an empty looking fridge, Pat. No, no, He's I'm doing single, good, bro. That's I'm what doing good, bro. life's like. What man. are you talking about? Like, I got everything I could possibly need. You gotta get some more venison in there. What kind uh, of hot sauce are we working with, Pat? Randy? I uh, bait shop Randy. Bait shop Randy brings me. Oh, this is my favorite part of my fridge. Hold on. Look at that. Look at that. You talk about sauces. I got sauces and condiments. <laughs> all condiments. Like all this. You got some Taco Bell fire sauce in there. All this. Dude, the best McDonald's hot picante. Oh really? my gosh. So versatile. You're all into so the picante? So versatile. <laughs> you know it's also so versatile, LaBarra? Your mom. Ouch. There Ouch. it is. Wow. Linda LaBarbara is a good woman. You keep her out of this. Hey, don't talk about his mom. Don't you bring Linda into this boy. That's horrible. Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. She's a saint. (laughs) That Veronica Vaughn. There it is. That's a nice piece of ace. (laughs) All right. So uh, I'm I'm getting taxed, and I think I'm going to get lucky tonight. So I had a boy. Well, good luck. I hope I am. With my with twins, Mia and Maya Palmer. They're supermodels. Mia and Maya as the same spelling? Uh, Mia and Maya Palmer. Get it? Never. Uh, Never. Uh, I get it. We'll be here all week, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Podcast episode 300. (laughs) Actually, that's a that's a uh, soccer player for the uh, University of Oregon. So Mia Palmer? Yeah. Oh. That's a supermodel from France. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, want to meet Mia Palmer? There's Mia Palmer. Want to meet Maya Palmer? There's Maya Palmer. Oh my god. <laughs> Those are my dates tonight. At least we know he's versatile. Bravo! Yeah. Bravo. Not versatile, just like anti sauce in your mom. And kids. Oh my god! Well, we learned this. I don't know. Never met the woman. Sure, she's amazing. Oh, Episode 300, Serious Anger Podcast. Now back to you. Can I just keep <laughs> saying that? I'm just going to say that. I'm going to stay here the rest of the episode and just say, Serious Anger Podcast, Episode 300. Now back to you. <laughs> I love. I apologize and you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Thanks, John. That's right. Way to go. I, I am working on seeing if Mr. Brian Stockle is awake right now to join us here. Uh, my my guess is Brian's sleeping. Brian no. is texting me back, but he won't join. He's no. texting me back. Uh, I sent him a picture of JT Kenny with his uh, female friend, and his response was two thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> JT so, Kenny's uh, awesome. I'll see if I can get Stockholm on. I if if anyone, I can get him on. If not, we'll see. Why don't you um, text uh, Mick Jagger? I don't have his number. Me to text him, unfortunately, and uh, um, yeah, yeah, oh, I don't have uh, I is it Maddie and them are too busy on the uh, St. Lawrence. 
Mm-hmm. So, hey, uh, let me ask you this. Oh, no, I won't ask those guys. They're at derp. They're in derp mode. Who, who's going to be the uh, top three at St. Lawrence? Oh, top three? Yeah, top three. Um, Well, Seth, one of the Johnstons. Uh, maybe both of the Johnstons. And uh, Bo Dowden. <laughs> Bo Dowden will be in the top three. The ghost of Bo Dowden. I think P Dub. I think Patrick Walters might slide in there. No, who's he? Who's no, he? no way. Who's that? He's be- he's pretty good up there. Oh, Patty yeah. Walters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Taku. You guys. Oh, Taku's a good pick too. But I think Taku's at Oahu, Oahu. I think Taku's gonna shine at Oahu. Okay. BP you. BP gonna win St. Lawrence. Yeah, BP. Yeah, he's tough, man. You never know with that kid. Baby luck, man. And baby he had luck. a baby, too. Do you guys know who Bo Dowden is? If No, who's Bo Dowden? I need you to Google that. One of you serious anglers, Google Bo Dowden bass fishing All right, right I'll now. Do it. Do, right it. Now. do it. I love that. Our, and, our and, you guys, is... and I'm very disappointed in everyone on this panel that none of you know who Bo Dowden is. And I'm, and when I say I'm disappointed in you, I'm seriously disappointed in you. Like, I'm seriously disappointed. Bo Dowden real estate? No. <laughs> Bo Dowden bass fishing, ho! Come on, <laughs> so like a Bob Downey thing? No, Bo Dowden, D O W D E N. Oh yeah, I found him. I'm still confused who he is, but I found him. What is he? Sports Hall of Fame. Why are you confused at who he is? If you found Legends of the the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame, years after hooking his sport's biggest prize, Bo Dowden comes home to enter the state hall. Trying to read the article right now. Read read (laughs) Bo. Did you did you Google Bo Dowden bass fishing? I did. This is like uh, tagging my high school girlfriend and be like, "Are you still interested?" Fourteen years later, <laughs> Bo Dowden is um the ba- when the when the Bassmaster Classic was held on the St. Lawrence River, Bo Dowden won. Ah, right here, the nineteen eighty Bassmaster Classic winner. Yes, sir, and he won it on a seven foot cotton cordell. I wasn't alive. His biggest bass. I don't give a fuck. You should know who Bassmaster Classic winners are if you're bassing men. Every single one of you guys should know all the Bassmaster Classic winners. You really should. Okay, listen. You don't. You're not bassing men. This this man is coming on a trivia show of mine before too long. We need to do another trivia episode, and I'm bringing him on. Well, it's a matter of. It's not a matter of trivia. It's a matter of being proper and paying respects to Bassmaster Classic winners. And if you don't know. Who every Bassmaster Classic winner is, you are not proper. And I'm. Do you, being do you know? Do you know how big the biggest bass that he caught was to win the Bassmaster Classic? No, I really don't know that. But I could tell you the bait. I could tell you the rod. I could tell you the reel. I could tell you the line. I could tell you the boat. I could tell you the vest he was wearing. But I don't remember the <clears throat> the uh, six pound six ounce bass for fifth nice. place. Yeah, that's a it's good a one. Brown for, or green? New York, it's probably green, green. back then. It it's a green fish. Green. Yeah. A green fish. He was using. He was throwing an Arky jig with a number eleven pork frog. Yeah. Uh, on a seven foot cotton cordell flipping stick. Now he wasn't flipping. He was throwing the jig a long distance with it. And at that time, like everybody was using five and a half foot rods. Still, don't forget. And here comes Bo Dowden slinging a jig like long distance and uh and catching bigs and using that rod 
for throwing long and getting the slack out and catching the fish on long casts. So changed bass fishing that classic because everybody went to seven foot rods. Revolutionary. A little bit of history there for you too, boys. Dang. Father yes. Pat, you are yes. the man. Father Pat. Yes. Do you Thought, know how much he Thought Odinson. So here here this is pretty cool. He only won fifty six thousand dollars for his Bassmaster Classic win. Really? Yes. Fifty six A? Yeah, yeah. In 1980, 56000 like, was a lot of money. Yeah. It's like grand today, yeah. Yeah, that's and crazy. Now, Bo, Bo Dowden was kind of a chunky fella, right? And, uh, and he had a real good – he had a decent year. It was either previous to that classic or after that class – the year after that classic. I can't quite remember. But, um, but him and Hank Parker actually tied in a tournament. Uh, and guess how... Oh, is this the race? Is this the race you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, the, exactly. Ray Scott made them race to decide the winner. And Hank Parker just <laughs> beat the living tar out of him because Hank was long and lanky and Bo was short and chunky. Wait, they, they like like a foot race? <laughs> yeah, foot race. And oh, yeah. Out, decided the foot race. Of a Bassmaster <laughs> tournament. How amazing is that? Oh, awesome. my God. That's great. It's almost like it would be like, okay, it would be like, it let's couldn't say, be if, like rock, let's paper, say scissors, or like push-ups. It's like we're going to have a foot race. No, no, Dude, no, no, I no. petition every, every tie be determined by foot race or, or <laughs> wrestling. Yeah, no, right. yeah, you beat the snot out of each other. That's it. So let's yeah. say Corey and Chris tie. So Steve Bowman would be like, okay, boys, go ahead, start the fight. Whoever wins is the winner, right? Yeah. Battle yeah. to the death. Corey win. my two favorite sports, bass fishing and UFC. Like, let's yeah. do it. Put gloves on them. Let's go five rounds. Saying, <laughs> bud. That'd be awesome. That's yeah, what I'm saying. But yeah. Crazy. So anyway, Matt and I want to have a super tournament, as I was starting to tell you before. So you see how I segued? That was all a segue. This is how bass fishing talk show hosts do things. So Matt and I want to oh, have a... <laughs> tournament and that super tournament is um going to be professional anglers and it's going to be like i think 75 slots <laughs> what's going on are you doing a bong or something over there <laughs> we have a new <laughs> we have a 300 bong. episode bong rip <laughs> we, have, we have a new guest in the queue I should have took a gummy before this. It would have made it so much more fun. Oh, my (laughs) God. I don't do gummies, but I get it. Should we just add him in? Should we just add him in here? Who is it? Uh, I'm not going to say his name out loud, but whoever's watching on YouTube will see his name, and here he is, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Is it not Odinson? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Put that BTC. son of a bitch to What's bed. up, buddy? What's going on, guys? How you doing? Hey, What's happening? What's up, you ugly son of a bitch? This is turned <laughs> ugly. This is gone. Going wild. off the rails. It's going to be south. I was just about to go to bed, and I got this call, so I got to catch up. <laughs> Who'd you get the call from? Was it Pat yeah. or me? I'm naked, Brian. I'm naked. I'm the first guy to ever be naked on a bass fishing talk show. I'm glad I can't really see the screen. <laughs> <laughs> you are, you sure are, Brian. I think oh, at some Lord. point everybody's kind of gone like this. Like, like, hey, Brian, where's the shark? Where's your shark, Brian? Where's my shark? 
Yeah, where's your shot? Where's your shot? You're from fucking Boston. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just my first first wife was from there, not me. <laughs> Swimming in the uh, Atlantic. It was a sand uh. tiger. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty badass, though. I, that thing was, was a giant. It was a big one. Six, Catch seven feet. a flipping stick? Uh, spinner rod. That's right, motherfucker. Spinner rod. <laughs> <laughs> for, all you, for all you sissy stick fucking BTC, <laughs> we had a uh, we had a guest on here who wanted five minutes to talk about a story, and he talked about he's from actually he's from Jersey. Talked about finding a dead body out on who? the water in Jersey. Oh, oh yeah, who, who his name was Rocky. Rocky. His name was Rocky. Was, Not the Rocky, that? but his name's Rocky. Yeah, no, um, my buddy Dave found found one. My buddy Keith found one. Oh my they have them. Places Popcorn them. found one. Places got them. This is so <laughs> exciting. <laughs> it's, like, it's like we're talking about the fish. Places got them, man. Five pounds of balls and dead bodies. You got it here. Come on down to Jersey, baby. <laughs> Popcorn oh ran God. over a one in Chicago, a dead body. Oh, did he? God. BTC, uh, what, what's the uh, what's the freakiest or wildest story you've ever seen or experienced while on the water? First thing that comes to mind. Um, <laughs> when I was probably like thirteen or twelve or thirteen, I caught a a, a dildo uh, float, <laughs> floating in the water. That was my first first exposure to a dildo. Um, and, you take uh, it home? Was it catch and release? Episode three hundred. Catch and release. Conservation yeah, is the key. Yeah. <laughs> Amen, brother. Yeah, let him go, let it grow. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. And then um I don't know, it's hard to top that one, but you know, <laughs> you've dealt you've dealt with lightning out on big water. Um you know, I remember being on the flats and casting and my line disappeared out into the mist and it never came down. That was pretty wild. Uh, it's not yeah, cool no as a dildo, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what if the dildo went up in the air and never came down? That would be a story. <laughs> that would be uh, the same story that why my first wife left me. So. Whoa, 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 whoa. Explain, explain. Episode <laughs> 300. Seriously, Clark. <laughs> I'm not learning anything about fishing right now. <laughs> oh, We've deviated a few times. And deviated. Yeah, we, we lost that 10 minutes ago. We're good. Let's we lost <laughs> that like an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real here. Andy's falling that's, asleep up there. That's he, awesome. Three hundred shows. We've been doing Ike Live for almost ten years now, and I, I think we're at like one sixty. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> fucking bums, dude. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Uh, you guys haven't done one since I, I looked today. Since like May thirtieth, you guys are due. Yeah, yeah. Whenever Mike decides to come home. Yeah, I need a slump buster. He needs you don't need buster. Mike to do them, Brian. Do them anyway. You well, do we're them, gonna, Brian. We're, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. I like I got- Brian live is my favorite. When yeah, BTC Brian. just takes over the show. I like that. I like Brian live. Well, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I want the same name as well for for Ike live. Oh shit! Did I spell that? 
Let's <laughs> <laughs> wind up from? Jojo the Circus Boy. <laughs> oh, good grief. Uh, I right. think uh, I think with all the names we have included here, I might as well just you know take this off and go go dark screen here. Yeah, I think we're good. Everybody's dark. Yeah. At, this, at this point, we want nothing being represented here to be represented by a company anyway. <laughs> That's so. right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get rid of that. Well, we'll well, let me change my name after this one, guys. Oh my gosh. Well, on, on that note, I think I'm going to be bouncing here in a second because I do got to be up at 3:45 tomorrow for a guide trip. What BTC? You know who's behind Joe? Panger. Panger's sleeping right behind Joe. Is he what? really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, he's on his phone. Pangrack. He ain't sleeping. <laughs> that's Pangrack. That's oh, Pangrack. Yeah. Go yeah. do yeah. something to him. Go put his hand like in a cold bowl of water, bud. <laughs> Make him pee. Or go. Yeah, do that. Go put whipped cream on his hands for when and then when take he over the feather. I just yeah. suggest putting these nuts on him. Yeah, yeah. get yeah. Sharpie right. and draw a penis on his face. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, Brian, Brian, I was telling I was telling Matt because Matt joined the show earlier in the episode, and I said if if he ever did an episode like this where it was like completely straight away from actual bass fishing that Mark Jeffries would have a stroke and then come back and take over the show again. Mark, Mark Jeffries would come in that night. He would come <laughs> through the wall like fucking Kool-Aid. The front door. He would go through oh, that yeah. wall. Oh, yeah. With Uzi on the spot. Oh, God. That's yeah. amazing. With Uzi. He'd be like, Matthew, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He, he threatened me to, he, that he was going to shut down Ike Live if I ever had Ed Bassmaster back on again. Wow. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. He had more testosterone back then, I guess. But. Well, he called me up after I assassinated Dean Rojas on the air. So, Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, was that about the frog fishing? When he was like, oh, yeah, hit it, hit it. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, yeah, that part. But then, I don't know. And then Andy played a shotgun sound and then. And then I'm like, I said, Dean, are you okay? And the show ended. And then I got a call because I assassinated uh, Dean Rojas. Uh It happens. Yeah, I don't don't know. I guess a lot of guys assassinated Dean Rojas. I don't know. Why are you in the dark, dude? I'm on my porch. I was walking (laughs) through the house, but the lights broke out here. And the only uh, only the only light I had was a lighter before. And I can't find the lighter now. It's upstairs oh on the couch. But you missed it, Brian. I gave him a tour of the house and everything. You did. Yeah. You showed us the studio. Yeah, I showed the studio. I showed him my refrigerator. Uh, Is there still nothing in it? Just, there's still nothing must, in it, Brian. Just mustard packs and a styrofoam container. Yes. Lots of condiment packs. Yes, sir. Yeah. And I didn't even hit fishing rods in the fan, Brian. All right, all right. Yeah. Well, that's a that's good. That's an improvement. He's making strides. I'm growing up. Making strides. The kid's yeah. growing up. You're growing up. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> all right, hey, serious anglers, uh, congratulations on 300 episodes. That's amazing, boys. Amazing. Thank yeah. you, Scott Odinson. It's been a pleasure to have you on live here. Yes, my pleasure. First uh, naked guest ever. That's good. Hopefully the last. Yeah, good luck Hopefully with uh, me yes. and Maya tonight.
John put we, clothes back. Hey, Brian, John got naked right away when he found out I was naked. <laughs> <I> figure. <laughs> uh, he definitely doesn't have pants on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Take care, guys. See ya. All right. Take See care, you, Pat. Later. Yeah. Uh, I had pants on. Brief. Well, we boys, the boys we, should, we should probably wrap this thing up here yes. soon. <laughs> yeah, guys, all of thank us you. Get like, thank you so much for letting me be one of the twelve. Um, it's it's nice to know I'm one of twelve. Um, but seriously, con- congratulations, uh, Bailey, for what you started and and what you have continued to do building the team. So, thanks, thank you, thanks buddy. for having me, bud. Thank you, buddy. Enjoy the rest of your camp and keeping Pangrak up till almost eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> I, dude, he's been asleep <laughs> since like quarter to nine, like or even sooner, probably. Like he's, he. I can't believe he actually got out of bed to come say hi. So that was cool. Yeah. All right, buddy. We appreciate it. We appreciate Bri, it. John, Alex, Andy. Good luck tomorrow. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh gosh. Whew. Bailey, thanks for making me one of the, you know, the, oh yeah, that guy. Um, afterthought. Uh, oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> afterthought. <laughs> after the moments we shared at Lake Champlain. We did have a good afterthought. time. Afterthought. Yeah, hey, hey, right before we shut down, you want to come on? By the way, dude, that fucking reel is amazing. I can't get over the color. I'm hung up on the color, man. The fucking rocket. Rod, do you have one of these yet? No, send me one. Dude, it's like, look at it. It's not, it, that's, that's, this color never existed before. That's definitely like. Is that Abu, I assume? That's the yeah, Nariva yeah. rocket. That's a seven, six, seven, six to one gear ratio. Spin no, that's, it's 12 to one. And 12 to one. 20, 23 to one. 14 to one. Yeah. You just <laughs> use your mind to cast it. You just look at what you want to hit and it goes there. Yeah, it's, nice. it's phenomenal. <laughs> Dude, look at this thing. It's it's beautiful. It's absolutely uh, technology not from this planet. You know what I mean? I firmly salesman of the year. Salesman. How much is it? How much? Yeah, uh, I believe it's just two hundred bucks. That's it. Oh, that's cheap. That's good. It's cheap. Affordable. Oh, nice. But it's absolutely beautiful, dude. That, I mean, that color. It's like. I don't know. Drawn to it. Heck yeah. I appreciate it, BTC. I look forward to seeing you next week. Yeah. Who's going to be at the the iCast here? I think you and I. Oh, no. Rod's going to be there. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. Okay. You got to Brian, have you had the pleasure? Have you had the pleasure of meeting Rod before? No, I have not. I shall introduce you both. Fantastic. Look forward to it, man. Where are you guys? uh, put, Put lotion on your fingers first. (laughs) <laughs> uh the only guide here is mr andy full oh and i'm sorry i'm watching on the tv i see this it's all blurry because i'm old as shit i thought i thought <laughs> i thought rudd was guiding tomorrow sorry, no andy. no no i'll be good. i'll be making a youtube video tomorrow that's what i do i'm one of those weird youtuber guys no, I, I know you make YouTube videos. I thought maybe he was guiding too. I, I no. apologize, guys. I'm not. I'm not good enough for that. You kidding me? <laughs> I don't. I don't trust myself enough to go do that. I can't. I can't guarantee anybody anything. Me either. Yeah. Just you have to say, uh, Alex, it, make it till you make it. All right, man. That's right. Like, that's right. <laughs> can I? Can I? Can I tell a quick story? Oh yeah. no. 
guess. Sure, sure. So, so right, I had ahead. the pleasure of fishing with Andy this June. Oh, here we go. It, if you slip a certain amount of money in Andy's wallet, Andy will show you the places in Buffalo where you can most likely get a little dirty, 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 nasty, nasty, nasty <laughs> with your old lady when people aren't walking around. Andy is good about that. So Andy showed me his... God. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm out of here. He said, I'm out of here. Just no more. And he's like, peace out, dude. <laughs> so Hopefully I get to trip. meet you, Andrew, with oh, John here. To make yeah. weird. <laughs> Andy was awesome. Great fishing trip, but he was awesome. Great about being like... If you yeah, want to get a little here. freaky with your lady, go to this little corner of Buffalo, <laughs> and you can get freaky. Which, <laughs> and that's how his uh, daughter was born. <laughs> not, not Why do you guys we caught a lot of fish wife, on right? the freaky spots, and then we caught a lot of fish on the non-freaky spots. It was a great day. Things have been uh, weird all night, Chris. I love this. <laughs> this is a this is a normal Alex Red fishing podcast. This is my kind of weird. Let's keep this up. <laughs> I want to do this once a week. <laughs> oh my god, oh, that's amazing! I was like, right, right, just call me up. We'll be on there. Uh, yeah, yeah. that's amazing, John. John, when you caught a dildo, where did you catch it? Uh, your mom's house. <laughs> so there used to be a dock there used to be a dock on wild that the guy had nailed a purple dildo to and we would say hey let's go fish the dildo dock because there was always a bass into the dildo dock so yeah (laughs) unfortunately it rotted off after some years but it's still the dildo Uh, dock it was nailed (laughs) to it nailed it right to the dock post it was a big old purple dildo right on i've I've never caught a dildo never seen one but if i did i'd be super happy He's never seen one on the water. Let's be real. Oh no, right. my wife has ten a million because of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god, that's amazing. That's good. This will there is be how it goes. Show, will, there, will there be a show three hundred one? Uh, yeah, that is <laughs> oh. the biggest question. Is if someone will actually come back on this one? I'd be highly, highly surprised. I guess oh, we'll find out. Man. I guess we'll find very, out. It's very impressive, though. Seriously, Bailey. 300 shows. It's freaking yeah, awesome. 300 shows awesome. Yeah. It really Thank is. You boys. Thank you, boys. Yeah. Appreciate it. it it's awesome. not without uh, help of Deacon, who left us about an hour ago. Uh, Lamo. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but also Andy over here, who's been here for 200. This is officially 200 shows because he came on episode 100. And come September, it'll be three years that Serious Angler has been a platform. So we've been cranking out a lot of episodes. That's for damn sure. But there's some uh, damn right. There's some pretty dang big changes coming. I shouldn't say changes, but upgrades to the Serious Angler platform. So we're pretty excited for those. And I don't know the timeline just yet, but hopefully by next fall or this coming fall, we'll have those changes in place and ready to rip. So it should be pretty sweet. Excuse me. Hey, Brian, is that JT Kennedy's real girl? Because if so, oh yeah, long time, dude, long time. Yeah, she's dude. She's older, she's older than me, dude, and I'm old as shit. Wow. Yeah, yeah. She's she's hot as hell, dude. 
Anyhow, those uh, are real. Uh, are, are we having this conversation in public? My bad. Yeah, it's still alive. It's still alive. Yeah, we're uh, yeah. still ribbon. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, boys, we uh, Andy and I are going to wrap things up here in a second because we have to announce the giveaway winner almost three hours in. But uh, for real, Rudd, John, you guys have been here for like multiple hours. So seriously, thank you Thanks, so dude. much. And, and uh, BTC, I texted you on a whim like literally maybe 45 minutes ago. And thank you for hopping on here. Yeah. We need to get you back on here more, dude, because it's a lot of fun having you on here. Well, while your name might be controversial to the platform that we have, I, your, honestly, your presence is thoroughly a joy. I don't, I, I do not know how that got on there. Um, I talked to my wife. She did it. She did it. Yeah. It's those Chinese hackers. We'll blame them. Bailey, right. what show? I was on. I was on your show once before, like a way long back time. Like, yeah, what number was I? Like six, seven, ten? I think it was like in the twenties, twenties or thirties. Okay. It was a long time ago. But we need oh, to. Dude. We need to change that. Drunkwood just texted me thanks for coming on but i'm still on so did he just, <laughs> did he just fucking text me from the future i think so i think am so I, am i stuck in the past either way we're gonna get you back on here and uh you and i need to go fishing again i think actually i, I think love you the were... reaction of though he's like got caught in the past and the future before he's <laughs> like god damn it comes the freaking robots again son of a bitch <laughs> I, I already text a really weird gif so. oh god btc Dude. you and i are going fishing real soon aren't we yes absolutely i had i had like an hour-long con- conversation with dave uh, my buddy Dave, he's on the iGlive show, Stormtrooper. He's he needs so, to be on these. dude. He he is he's sharp as shit. He's so deep in the in the QAnon and and like all that stuff. Like it's Sasquatch. actually it's it's a fucking ride. And then and then that got followed up with a call from Travis Manson. Oh god, who's even worse? Oh. He's wild, yeah. son. But god love him. Here's here's the freaking thing, dude. Like everything is actually starting to come together, and then John just texted me from the future. Come on, boy! It's that freaking collider that just turned on. If you don't, if you don't see it, some shit's happening. It's it's happening. I mean, Manson, Manson, Manson. (laughs) Yeah, he's out there, Rudd. You need you need to have Dave on the show, Dave and BTC, anytime. Anytime. I mean, Dave is more than welcome. Put Dave, Dave, BTC, and Renwick on the same trivia show, and you will have the biggest podcast ever made by me. Uh, You got to get you got to get Dave and 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 like Dave doesn't give a shit about bass fishing anymore. Like he's one of the boys. Dude, we all grew up from like fifth grade, like back in the eighties. But at this point, he's just he's barely holding on to. He's so deep on all this other shit. You want the best out of him. Bring in like a Travis or something like that. Uh, I don't know. Anyhow, uh, yeah, screw bass fishing. I mean, hell, my podcast yeah, is bass uh, fishing for Mitch, about three minutes, and then we go to Bigfoot UFOs and just Manson down the got f- kicked out of a tournament, hole. didn't he? Didn't Manson yeah. get booted out of a tournament for like being on a ladder or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I heard. I, I I haven't talked to Travis much lately, but he just popped back in. He discovered the new thing and this new guy and then there's a fucking he's that, in Transylvania. Op, that op, nah, he's up in new york 
that object that's in our solar system that we know is there but can't see have you heard about that no no it's true google it they they admit that it's there google it uh also google the name of uh google's ceo and find out what his name is john get on that um right now but yeah no it's there we can't see it but apparently that's a big player in what's going on these days listen i'm out of my league i'm out of here bailey thank you etc it's a pleasure buddy we'll see you soon see you guys bye all right buddy all right boys listen that 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 seriously was the greatest rabbit hole that I think has ever been rabbit holed, and we weren't even on my podcast, and I enjoyed every freaking second of it. The last so, hour, listen. the last forty-seven minutes was a uh, rabbit hole of rabbit holes. I love Thank you, boys. You guys are awesome. Congratulations on three hundred episodes. Thank you, buddy. That's uh, that's insane. I uh, I've got about two hundred to catch up with you guys, so I'm gonna stay after it, and we're gonna do it again. Uh, but Keep kicking well, ass, man. Yeah, absolutely. Kick ass, dude. Everybody's kicking ass. Uh, you know, like I always say, we're climbing up a ladder together and, and we have all been a part of helping pull each other up as we go. And so I'm, I've appreciated you guys and appreciated your time and your effort and your friendship. And you guys are wicked. Um, but my wife is ready to go to bed. And so am I because I've been up since 545 this morning. So I will see you boys later. Love you guys. See you later. All right, buddy. Night, we'll see you. Right. Yeah. John. You're the last yeah. one left, buddy. Do you want to close this out, John? Well, yeah, we can't close did. it out because we have a giveaway winner to it. Oh, I totally oh, yeah, you, yeah. Why don't you go ahead and give the? We, uh, we made them wait almost three hours to figure out who won the giveaway package that includes a 50 amp uh, lithium battery from X2 Power, yeah. a $200 <laughs> gift card from Blackbird. Here, uh, John's barking dog is also included in that package. Uh, <laughs> A swag pack from Hobie Eyewear, or sorry, uh, Hank Cherry Shade from Hobie Eyewear, swag pack from Do It Mold, swag pack from Omnia Fishing, a shit ton of stuff. Uh, and the winner, the winner of that package, the winner is Christopher Thus. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Christopher Thus underscore fishing on Instagram. We will post it on social media in the morning, but if you're listening to this, you have won the giveaway, so please get in touch with us with your address, where to send this stuff to. You have won the most badass giveaway we have ever given out on this channel, and folks, that is not where it stops, okay? We are having more of these coming up, so make sure you guys stay tuned. Make sure you guys follow us on social media because we're going to have more giveaways like this coming up, and... There are more fancy fishing shows coming up for the rest of the year with more goodies to give away. So that is uh, that is who won the giveaway. Christopher Thus, congratulations, buddy. That is a badass freaking package to win. He's here. Uh, the man is here. He's listening. Even oh, better, dude. Yeah, he was here. He was here. Oh, nice. Nice. Dude, nice. send, us, send us an email or a DM on Instagram or, or social media, whatever have you, whatever's easier for you. And uh, we are going to send you that package. It's going to come in multiple different things. But either way, we'll talk about it, and uh, we'll send you all that stuff. You're getting a lot of freaking sweet stuff, dude. That's awesome. Uh, so, oh, message, we'll, we'll send that out. But, uh, boys, 300 freaking episodes. Hopefully, hopefully, we're not canceled and we can have 301. Either way, we had some crazy characters on, which all thanks to you, John, that you got them <laughs> on the show tonight. Uh, but dude, 
we appreciate your support. We appreciate the fans in the comments. We appreciate the fans that are listening, you know, at 6 a.m. or 7 a.m., the moment uh, the moment that this MP3 is posted. And uh, we appreciate everybody because it's it's been a long road, but we know there's, there's a much longer road ahead. And I am uh, – the conversations that Deacon, Andy, and I have been having the past couple weeks, I am really excited to see where this platform is going to go. And uh, awesome. it's pretty exciting, which maybe maybe there's some more drunk wood in our, our future with potential studio that we're going to need coming up here soon. Fantastic. We might have to put you to work. <laughs> Always. <laughs> but either way, boys, you know what, John? We're going to sign you off with – with uh, you're going to sign you off with us. We're not k- kick you out. So I'm going to head to bed here. I have work tomorrow. Andy's got a guide here in literally five hours. So, boys, appreciate you all. We'll see you guys next week. Well, that was an awesome show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you can and your app allows it, please leave us a rating and review. It really helps us get seen more, which allows us to access more time and more variables to be able to bring to the show to make it better for you guys. So hope you enjoyed it. And if you did and you liked some of the things we talked about in this episode and want to check out our show partners, all of that is in every single show description. You can click down there. It's got all of our discount codes, all of our links to our show partners where you guys can go and support the people that support this show and help us make this show happen. And of course, this show does not happen without you guys. You guys know we appreciate you. You're the Sears Sanger fam. You're the reason we're here. Appreciate y'all. And we'll see y'all on the next one.